0: The Rockefellers are doing it, if the Rothschilds are doing it, yeah. the Trump family is doing it. Every single wealthy person I know does it. But it's available to everybody. That's what's If you have nothing, you can go get an SBA loan. I can get you up to $5 million with the SBA, 5 million bucks. And if you have nothing, I can't even attach your house. And if you can't get credit somewhere else, that's a qualifier for me to underwrite your deal. So I literally am excited when I hear that you can't get money anywhere else. If I had nothing, I would go out and get a $5 million loan to buy a business. And if it failed, you know what I would do? I got a buddy for 700 bucks. I can file personal bankruptcy and start over. Like what did I
1: lose? Right. I have nothing. People are so afraid of that idea because ed- education is everything.
0: But you walk into a yeah. business day one, you're going to make a million dollars a year. A million a year. What do you need? Hey guys, I have a super uh, interesting guest to bring on. Someone that I have to use in every single one of my deals, which is part of the reason why I have him here. He is a seven figure entrepreneur, probably more than that, but I know at least seven. I don't think he wants to flex into the full amount of what he actually makes. But I heard him come in here and I want to ask him, he just closed a badass deal. So I want to get into that as well as share some information about you need this guy literally on every single one of the deals and the deals that we're doing at Epic 99, buying the $223 million worth of companies that we're currently buying with my audience. We have to use him on every one of them. So it pisses me off and I'm going to confront him about why it pisses me off and why I think what he does in some, I think the arena that he's in is a ripoff. So um I know that's gonna be uncomfortable. I didn't want to say that before we had the podcast, but I want to introduce you, mm-hmm. Anthony Fukara. How are you? Great. Thanks for
1: having me. So you you're a bodybuilder? No, no, no. I just uh I lift weights um
0: Wes Watson? No,
1: no. <laughs> no? Uh, <laughs> uh, I lift weights more of the secondary uh benefits, right? The okay. health and whatnot. I I don't have a six pack. I'll, I'll probably never have a six pack. Okay. Uh, I lift weights just to more of a stress release, how it started. And I don't want to be small. I'm short. So I can't really, you know, <laughs> you know, under six foot, you only, you only, you can grow wide, you can't grow taller, right? That's how it started. Um, so I take my fitness pretty seriously, but not extreme. Yeah. So that's kind of what I do. But not, you, not a bit. Bodybuilders are like next level, borderline unhealthy sometimes, right? So that's not me.
0: But the way you look, no one would ever guess what you do correct like i mean you look like you're either going to be a fighter maybe a bouncer at a club i've been that before Yeah, (laughs) lifting weights so the fact that you're flying all over the place you flew in here from colorado Mm -hmm. you're doing deals on the phone everywhere yeah and no one would guess what you're doing it just doesn't it doesn't add up how did you end up like i would think you would be in the fitness how did you end up in the financial community
1: great question um i started as blue collar i was building power lines Mm-hmm. Um, so I was a lineman for 17 and a half years, IBEW, so very blue collar, um, you know, men amongst men, right? Mm-hmm. As, as rough as you can get. So did that for a long time and kind of realized that you can only make so much money working hourly, okay. right? And so many people never make that realization. And I kind of did. And I'm like, okay, I'm working. I saw my statement every year, how many hours I worked for my retirement. It was like 4,000 hours a year for a long time back to back to back to back that's not how you bought that watch no it's not <clears throat> no it's not okay um so right hourly right so right. Then i realize okay um what else is what there? kind of watch is that anyway this is a rolex Skydweller. oh a Skydweller. yeah very yeah. cool I, i've had my eyes on it for a long time and yeah pulled the trigger on it yeah my yeah. buddy just got a, a batman the okay. batman watch yeah, yeah. yeah. and at, getting into watches like yeah. i learned what those things are i used to think Building power lines, I would never wear that. That's silly. Why would you spend that kind of money on a watch when you can, that's a truck. You know, like, why would you, so. If you know how to worlds. buy
0: those though, like the the Batman watch that yeah. he bought, I think it's already double what he yeah. paid for it.
1: Again, you don't think about those things when you're building power lines. You're thinking about, you spend your money on a new truck or the new lift in your truck or I'm going to do this. And it's like total different worlds. You
0: did know? you, did you know that that's a nonprofit organization? I did. Rolex. I learned it, but yeah that's, yeah, that's
1: wild how, how it is that way. But yes, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah,
0: Richard, Richard Milley's, they're their profit. Yeah. Fair enough, I'd say so. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, everybody I, looking I, at a Richard Mills for profit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, everybody is. A little bit different. It's funny, funny my favorite watch is, um, of all my watches, is um, an iWatch. You know? I
1: do I, Ironmans, so yeah, yeah, I, I, I train all the time. and I do, which, it's, which I love. I watch you, I follow your Instagram and watch you, I think it's awesome. Yeah. That's when an, when an Apple Watch makes sense. You ready to sign up for an Ironman
0: and announce it right you here? You
1: know what? I don't know. You, don't, you don't when, know when? When's the next one?
0: Okay, so we can do a half one if you want in Fuck Oregon. Man, I'm not doing half anything. Okay, or you can do one um, there, and it, the the one that would give you time to do it would be October twenty second, California. It's the best one to do for you. Sure. Um, swim two point four miles, hundred and twelve mile bike ride, and twenty six mile run. So it's a marathon. You do a full marathon. Yep. And then you do a, a full century. It's a hundred and twelve miles on a bike. Okay. Which is, it's just a long workout, yeah. you know. It's like a 14 hours of cardio,
1: 15 hours of 14 cardio. 14 hours of cardio about a year right now. That's about how much <laughs> yeah. cardio I do right now. Um, fuck it, let's do it. I'll do it. You'll do I will, it. I will. I've been. I, I need. I always, I always need uh, uh, pressure in my life, right? Oh, I love it. Not, Are I'll, you serious? I'll do it. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, I'm so if excited. If you'll, if you'll go with me, or if I can go with you, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean you. that. I, my
0: mentor. Like, if these cameras were off. Me.
1: I mean that. Like I'm. That's serious. 100. Okay. okay. Yeah. I've wanted to do something like that. So, I mean, I might as well go with the next one. So, the
0: the last guy I talked into, he's doing a half one. Okay. In June. That's probably
1: a smarter move. I'm just. But he's not going
0: to do a full one. He's not. But. I'm like, I want to go,
1: I want to do the full thing. I want to yeah, be able to say exactly. I'm an Iron Man. I want to do it probably once and never do it again, just so you know. I'm not, I don't plan this to become a hobby. <laughs> I want you to know that right now. Okay, okay. I will do
0: this. So we're not going to become Iron Man friends. we are going to do it. It's a one year friendship yes. for Iron Man, and I, then it's friendship, financial friendship, yes. the rest.
1: I, I, I like the check mark <laughs> stuff, right? I'll uh-huh. do that once. I've done it. I don't think it's gonna be something I'm gonna enjoy. I don't plan on doing this forever, but I'll do it once.
0: So we have 99 companies to buy with the audience. So is there somebody that can do our deals if something happens
1: to you? (laughs) I'm not gonna die. But you know what, I got a really, really big team. And okay. I'll, I'll put them in line, okay. but that just challenges me more than can have. I, I just yeah. you,
0: we have to have you on every single deal, so yeah. it's it's just crazy. So we'll get you signed up, and yeah. then uh, we can keep people. I'm going to need a training
1: regimen. That's the, I know you're. That's you're, fine. You're a busy, dude. I'm going to bother you. I don't want to die, and I want to complete it. Oh, I'm on point. It's so those funny. Are my Okay, so those are my two bugaboos. I don't want to die. Okay, and I want to finish it. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's it. Done. I don't care how long it takes me. Done. Whatever. However long they got set aside. I think you.
0: I think you get 17 hours total. Okay. That you, you can do it in so, but you'll be fine. We'll get you there. You got time. Mm-hmm. You got time. It's October,
1: so plenty. Yeah,
0: ten months. Perfect. Yeah. So, but there's a difference between. Um, see, many people think of um, they think fitness mm-hmm. or exercise. They have exercise training and conditioning. The difference with Ironman is you have to be conditioned. It's not like training, and it's not like exercise. Sure. You have to condition your body. Mm-hmm for a brutal war with it yeah. mental emotional and physical war for
1: so what kind of training for a
0: day you're waking up yeah. at
1: five a.m in the morning i watched your thing i know I and
0: you're it. you're walking through the thing it's and even, it's
1: like the week leading up to us i watched yeah, that it's, it's crazy yeah it's nuts I wanna so it. I, 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 when i watched yours i'm like you'll love it it'd it. be cool i got goosebumps you will love it it'll it's be cool the to the best do it. thing okay. ever I, i've done the uh you know, Spartan races and the mm-hmm. uh, Tough Mudder and uh oh, there's a couple other brands that they're the same as shit, but nothing to me, and I don't drink a lot at all. I really don't drink much at all. Mm-hmm. But the beer that you get after that, that race, nothing mm-hmm. tastes better in the world than that. You do one of those races, it takes you a couple hours or whatever and you have a beer, it's like great. I can only imagine <laughs> what an Ironman Man would be. Yeah. How that would how the whole feeling would be afterwards. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: you are <clears throat> you you just sniff alcohol, you yeah. get drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's
1: it's I'm looking I'm looking forward to it I I really mean that's that's pretty cool. I, I was Totally unscripted and never talk, talk, thought about, but I, I, I definitely want to do it.
0: The good thing is, so my mentor who mentored me in Ironmans loved seeing me tortured. Okay. That's I have dark, n- man. <laughs> I have no interest. He wanted me to be like beyond strong, you okay. know. So he wanted, but to me, that's not my regimen. Like for example, I want to protect your feet, sure. make sure that you know you don't get plantar fasciitis, that you yeah. you you don't mess up your body, that your knees and joints are good, that you have the right shoes. That you you know everything is dialed in that you're getting the right conditioning, yeah. so that when you do the race, it should be the most enjoyable day of your life. Yeah, with people cheering you on. Yeah, you get to eat all day long. You get to drink all day long. So yeah. you drink and eat the whole time, and it's just I, I just it is so spiritual. I get my best ideas. Yeah, um, I did it in 14 hours, 46 minutes, and I think 12 how, seconds. How
1: many have you done now?
0: Um, I've been doing them for nine years, but only full. For the last two years. So, so this is this will be my third okay. year so doing it. I'm, I'm jumping in.
1: I'm really jumping in to do a If one. I
0: had it to do over again, I would have done a full out of the gate. Okay, good. So I'm not doing this
1: backwards then. Okay, no, yeah.
0: I would have done a full out of the gate because you have no idea what it's like to tell people that, yeah, I did an Ironman on a 70.3. A half
1: one. You know, no, it's, it, that, it's
0: so, yeah. it, you know, and it's disheartening because you sure. you, and every medal you put up for all those years is just... It's a half. It's, still, a
1: half. it's still. It's still. It's an accomplishment. I'm One point sure.
0: two miles, fifty-six yep. mile bike ride, the whole bit. So, yeah, it it is a crazy, but I'm super excited. That's cool. So, um, obviously, it takes a lot of dedication, which, you know. So, so let's talk about your 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 deal. You had like a super unbelievable
1: yeah. deal before you walked in. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, I could, I, I could leave. I can. Otherwise, leave. I'm going to be in a mystery about it. No, it's great. So, um, obviously, life insurance um, is what I primarily do. I do. A, bunch of different things but life insurance is like we'll, the, we'll the cover call. that because yeah. i
0: i think most people in my audience most people would say that's a scam right but we'll, we'll get I want, into yeah, that I want, I want to talk okay Love let's to talk, talk about, about your deal
1: yeah okay. love to talk about how it is a scam in some in some worlds right so mm-hmm. but in this um he basically called me he goes hey man well um, what, what, let's let's talk about the scam part sure before it we get actually, into, the it leads deal. into the deal anyway which is okay yeah, all right because I, I
0: i'm kind of want to know uh, the scammy part Okay, because so I, I, let me give you the facts. I think it's ninety six percent. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I happen to own an insurance company. Full disclosure. There you go. All right. Um, in Turks and Caicos, I own a reinsurance company, so okay. I insure, I reinsure. At any rate, yeah. a whole nother ball of wax. Sure. But ninety six percent of the people that do the the claim, the life insurance, mm-hmm. like literally lapse, and they never go through with their policies. There's only four percent who actually go through. And you get to use an, as an insurance company. When I get the money, I get to invest that money. Mm. I can't spend it, but I can invest it and use it. As long as you're paying your policy, I can use your money. Mm. It's tax free. I have 30 years. I pay zero tax in Turks and Caicos mm-hmm. for all the money that I take in on my insurance money. And then I'm able to make money off that money. And I know that I'm only going to end up paying out
1: maybe 4% of people will
0: actually come through.
1: So and actually die? I would say it depends on the type of insurance. Right? Okay. Because term insurance... So I was right about that. I don't, know, I don't know the statistics. Oh, you don't know this? Okay. You don't You don't sound too far off. Okay. okay? And I can yeah. tell you why. So a lot of people get what's called term insurance. Mm-hmm. And term life insurance is, by definition, a term and a terms expire. Unless you're in Congress, that's a little different. But um, terms expire. So you get a mm-hmm. 20-year term. Mm-hmm. And if you outlive that term, mm-hmm. then you get nothing and the insurance doesn't pay out. So right. it's like it's like uh, renting a house for twenty years. You rent a house for twenty years, you move out. There's no equity. You, mm-hmm. The landlord keeps the house. You move out. Everyone's happy. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're basically making a bet you're going to die, and the insurance company's making a bet you're going to live. And their bet is if you live, then they keep the money. Right. Right. That's term insurance. The reason it's lucrative is it's very cheap, very inexpensive for the average person to go get a million dollars of coverage and pay thirty to fifty bucks a month.
0: Yeah, okay. that, that like uh, what you get in the in the mail where they give you every credit union sends you $100,000 worth of life insurance.
1: I, some companies are different than others. Yeah, not, yeah, they're yeah. not all created equal. Think of uh, cars. Right, right. There's there's Hyundai and mm-hmm. there's Lamborghini. Right? True, true. Okay? I happen to true. work for the Lamborghini, I think, mm-hmm. of companies. But there's all kinds of cars out there and all kinds of companies too. Uh, and there's companies that are kind of shitty. Mm-hmm. Companies that are pretty good. Um, so... The term insurance, just by definition, overall broad spectrum, most people outlive their terms, right? Because, yeah, yeah, people d- die suddenly. But the underwriting process, besides old age, mm-hmm. you know, if you die suddenly, that happens. Accidents happen. Don't get me wrong. But like generally speaking, the so why, why look, is this a scam then? Well, it's not a scam. I just think that you, you mentioned the numbers. Why, why, why do people think it's a scam? Well, going to the whole life side, I think, is where people like Dave Ramsey kind of crap all over it. OK. And the reasoning is Dave says
0: you shouldn't have any debt either.
1: Again, like I said,
0: I think you should get his debt. I'm I'm, I agree. I want to be at least I would love to be about two or three hundred billion dollars in debt. Mm
1: -hmm. Different mindset. Yeah, I I love debt. Going back to fitness. Mm -hmm. If you're fat and overweight, go to Planet Fitness. Okay. right. Get off the couch. Do something. That's poor people for Dave Ramsey. Okay. if you're if you're moderately healthy or you're already working out, get a personal trainer. Right. That's what I do. In the the same in the same world here. And if you want to
0: do an Ironman, you get a a mentor that will
1: like literally (laughs) exactly uh,
0: condition you, not train you. There's levels to everything, right? Right, the
1: finance, same thing. Dave Mm -hmm. Ramsey. For if you're poor and you're in thirty thousand, you make thirty grand a year and you're in thirty grand of credit card debt, like get on with Dave Ramsey. You're gonna get to a point though. You're not gonna get past that with him. Mm -hmm. Okay. With what I'm doing, and with what your your mentality, um, you got you're gonna use debt and use it positively. Right. Same with life insurance. There's ways to use it positively versus this scam thing, right? Mm-hmm. So the way that I, the way that I can back up a little bit, certain people will structure a plan to where the agent will benefit, the commission. Okay, right. you're gonna need a lot of commission for certain ways you write a policy. For instance, if you put all the money towards insurance, there's a lot more commission. Okay, we use round numbers, thousand bucks a month. If you put a thousand dollars a month towards life insurance, the death benefit will be pretty decent. Mm-hmm. And the commission's really good. And the time it takes for that money to kind of come back around and break even and then make you money might take you 13 to 15 years. Eventually, it still will. Um, but it's a longer play. Okay? And most
0: people end up in divorce. That This is the exactly. thing I think most people don't realize is they
1: get changes. life
0: insurance when they fall in love with somebody and they want to protect them and the household and the kids. Mm-hmm. And then they get a divorce and both people go to war. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the life insurance policy ceases to have a real purpose at that mm-hmm. point because you're not protecting a family anymore. Correct. You're not protecting a spouse. Or anything a changes spouse. in their life, right? They kind yeah. of lose,
1: they're short-minded. Right. So back to the way that I structure it, let's say we do half of it. We'll do half towards life insurance, so 500 a month towards life insurance, and 500 towards overfunding, cash okay, value. We're,
0: we're going to talk about that. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. If you were to sum it up in just a couple of words, mm-hmm. how, how is life insurance a scam for the most, most people? The way the
1: policy is structured.
0: So the policy is structured... If you can structure in a way in such a way that people get somewhat ripped off, is what people yeah feel a
1: benefited least. Okay, there's still a benefit. It's not a complete rip off. There's still a benefit, but we can optimize it. Okay, and the reason the way you optimize it though is you get less commission. I, mean, I, I think that's probably the biggest thing is, is that when you don't go through with your life insurance policy, you're going to lose. Yeah, if you have, say you have a term policy and you outlive it you don't have anything to show for it or if you get a whole life policy and you stop paying after five years two years right right? it's like yeah it doesn't make any sense well it's like anything else if you invest in something and if you buy a house on friday and try and sell it on monday you're gonna lose your ass right yeah but if you kept it for 30 years you're gonna do really well you're gonna be ahead of the game so
0: a couple of things um i i always i've always and when we met Mm -hmm. uh, one of the big things that excited me and is the fact that I'm into getting policies and advance funding um, because of the asset protection side of it. It's mm-hmm. um, huge. It, yeah, I think it's better than, and I'm not giving legal advice, but I think it's better than um, an onshore or even an offshore trust. Well, an offshore trust takes it out of the jurisdiction of the United States for the most part. So you do have an advantage yeah. in, in that regard. But um, the uh, as far as being here, what I love about the insurance laws is they were put in before the IRS, before any of the other laws. Yeah. So if you know anything about how laws get built, you know if something is before, they have influence. So the yeah. insurance companies had more influence over the IRS than the yeah. IRS had over the insurance companies because the IRS had not been established yet. Right. We weren't taxing insurance anybody. Came,
1: insurance came first. Right? You know, we
0: yeah. we became America by not paying taxes. Mm-hmm. And crazy the, how that worked, isn't and, it? And, I'm, and then we ended up setting up a tax agency, yeah. you know, to collect taxes from everybody. Um, so, but under 7702 of the IRS code, all of a sudden, it's 7702,
1: right? I'm, I'm not sure exactly. Of the IRS I don't want to misquote it, but that sounds about right. Yes.
0: I will have to pull up some AI, chat GPT there stuff, right? Yeah. Well, I've always said 7702 mm. is it basically... You can grow your money
1: yeah. and you can loan, loan money to yourself. Yep. So basically, they, I, they made a, a de- amendments to that mm-hmm. because people were abusing it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Rockefellers and people were buying small policies and shoving all their cash into it. I know. Right. So they kind of ruined it for generally speaking, but now there's still ways to do that. That There's just mech limits called modified endowment contract. As long as you stay below that mech limit, you can do absolutely what we're talking about and, and stuff it full of cash, have it grow tax free. Borrow from that whenever you want to, penalty free. And that's the idea. And that's how it becomes a a leverage tool. Yeah, just
0: just so you know, when I borrow money from myself, I charge myself 21% interest. And I'm thinking about charging myself 25 to 30%. um, Just because I like being mean to me. Yeah, that might sound crazy, but I'm borrowing money from myself. And then when I pay it back, the interest I pay back, uh, to that insurance company is actually interest-free. I don't pay taxes on that correct. money So the interest I charge myself for my mm-hmm. own money to use in investments. I don't pay taxes on correct Yeah, yeah. so and I'm a I've, I've even sued myself <laughs> What? Yes, that's really a couple that, of times how would that work. Yeah, it was it was ugly. I was brutal to myself Okay, I, I didn't let myself off the hook and when it was, when I settled, um, I didn't make it easy either. <laughs> it was, it was a tough two-year battle. Okay. Yeah. All the attorneys were completely confused. I bet they were. You know, when you do depots and you're like three different people, you're the customer, you're the contractor, yeah. you're the developer, right? Sure. It, it, it's like, you're all those things. Mm-hmm. But every one of those companies had insurance policies and okay. something yeah. went wrong on the project. Yeah. So... um Thank God I had insurance on all that stuff. Yeah, but I actually found out that it's not uncommon for guys that are developers, owners, builders mm-hmm. to end up at some point suing themselves accidentally. That's
1: crazy. And I, I never thought that. Yeah, I never
0: would have thought, yeah. thought, thought that either. Yeah. They're like you. You're not special, Andrew. You think you're special. You right. think you're smart. I think you're cool here. But you this think you're been cool. Done before. But this yeah. this is
1: yeah, like I, I kind of live by that rule too. Like, is, Trump sued himself too a few yeah. times, right? I believe like there's almost nothing I can come up with that I haven't that somebody else hasn't thought of. Yeah, you know, I'm not that original. I just know like does it work for that person or not, you know?
0: What do, what do you what kind of uh what do you think about Trump being like he's in four lawsuits right now?
1: But I think about it. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think you are trying to delay it for the election. I think it's it's all by plan. Yeah.
0: Did you hear? I, I think it was today. Mm-hmm. Um, his appeal is going to be heard by the Supreme Court.
1: That's good for him, right? Five
0: to four. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that it'll delay. Un- um, I guess what's his name? John Bush's. Um, I think it's John Bush or something like that. His um, or Bash. His his litigation in D.C. will be yeah. pushed out.
1: I, I think unfortunately, all that politics stuff is like. It's like uh, noise to distract, yeah. right? And but I hate, right I below
0: that it. was was um, Hunter Biden apologizing for doing bad things. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. And it's that true. his father was just there helping. Yeah. I mean, is this is this America in the future? Every president we have is just going to get litigated to death when they leave office? I think there's definitely,
1: they opened up a can of worms when they yeah. went after Trump that way. I absolutely think so.
0: Do you know that, it's funny because um, Donald Trump, admires Reagan. I loved Reagan. I, when I was a kid, it's I a followed him Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. But um, I saw when he got shot, the whole country was like devastated. But he, um, if Bush didn't get an office, George Bush Sr. Okay. didn't get an office, yeah. Reagan would have went to jail. Really? Yeah. For what? Um, the Iran-Contra yeah. um, missiles, all that stuff. Yeah. I guess he had enough involvement where if George didn't step in as president, he would have ended up going to jail. Really? And maybe even George himself. Really? So, if he so was caught George, up did t- George
1: officially have to pardon him or they didn't have to actually pardon him?
0: I don't I don't know how maybe... Because it could have ran the statute of limitations. Mm, I got gotcha. you. Because the statutes are there. Yeah, um, yeah. Just like bank fraud, which is um, what Trump is going through right now. Mm-hmm. Obama signed into law in two uh, hundred nine, I looked it up in, tw- uh, in 2009 he extended fraud um, on a bank by 10 years really so if you committed fraud then then what was the previous statute five years
1: okay so now it's 15
0: yeah and but and before they really didn't have any teeth until the crash in 2008 Mm, makes sense before you could just lie to a lender and you know it's up it's like lender beware yeah what's that uh, what's that saying that french saying on caveat or something. I don't know. Or it makes sense like that. though, yeah. You it's know like, what I'm saying? Like yeah. buyer
1: beware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's what that's Which is amazing it took till two thousand nine for that law to be in, in a law. Like yeah. it took that long in our American history for that to be a thing. That's that's wild. In two
0: thousand nine. Yeah. well, it's like well, I mean, I don't even really think it should be a law necessarily because as a lender, it's my job to underwrite the deal. Like yeah. I I just submitted a deal. Yep. I'm looking up the entities. I'm looking up all the issues with it. I'm doing a title report. I'm pulling my own appraiser. I'm getting a third-party appraiser to make sure that every do that every deal. Right? Yep. We have a law firm we engage to do all the legal work. Yeah, um, we buy insurance. We check values. Um, we have a complete inspection done on the properties. Yeah. So as a lender, I look at like we're buying the property.
1: But what if the guy is misleading get- you and you can't, and then defrauds you? Right. There shouldn't be any kind of you should catch that. Right. But if you don't, maybe the guy's really good at lying.
0: Well, yeah. it's, it's just never happened to yeah, me. That's good. I've been in banking and underwriting for years. I'm like, that's good. Then Okay. I mean, it is, the you know, you take pictures of the property, you mm-hmm. get all the inspections. It would have to be conspiracy ah. to, to commit fraud. Like the guy showed up and paid yeah. the appraiser off. Right, and, right, right. Everybody would have to be willing to lose their jobs, mm-hmm. I suppose, sure. um, but I've never, so the, I, it just seems like, I'm just so tired of government overreach. That's happening. I wish they would just leave us alone. It's never going to happen. And, and now I'm looking at, it seems like anybody and everybody could get sued anywhere.
1: Yeah. They said they opened up a big, big precedent for that to happen with the way it we went after Trump, I think.
0: Uh, well, what's happened is, yeah. and an impeachment too, think about the impeachment. I mean, there's- Well, what constitutes really lying? Right now we're going to yeah. get into a lot of different gray areas. Go back to the
1: old OJ case too.
0: Like well, your, when are yeah. you lying? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. OJ's uh, up in Summerlin. Did yeah. you know that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, actually, I actually actually use his case sometimes with life insurance because I know he got sued and he still has he was, money.
0: He was he his personal life he went bankrupt, yeah. but his insurance policy
1: is what what's paying his for his meals and I his believe, travel. I believe he had that from the NFL. Yeah. Um, which is you know, it's a it's a. Tragic story, obviously, but like it's so well known, it's easy to use it as an am- example. It's like, yeah, you're probably not going to be sued like OJ was, but maybe you do, right? Or maybe, you know, you're not going to do what he did, but maybe you get sued for something else. Right. This is protected money no matter what. And yeah. They couldn't get it from OJ. They're not going to get it from you. you know? Yeah. And it's like 10 states
0: that has like complete 100% asset protection. Mm-hmm. Nevada, I forget what other states Florida's are. Florida's
1: one of them too. Florida's another but, one. Yeah. Huh? As far as as far as the insurance, I don't, I don't think it's the state, it's nationwide. Wow. Your, your, your money is protected. Wow. So well, I, If, if you know you're, you're in
0: those states, I heard you're like a hundred percent, I don't know what the deal is in the other states. For the life insurance or for yeah, other stuff you mean? For the life insurance. Yeah. For advance funding, a life insurance policy. Basically, I've always called it um, life banking. Because you're creating a bank within an insurance policy for yourself, yep. so that you can lend money to your kids, you can the, the, lend money to. The death to benefit
1: kind of becomes the secondary feature to it, right? Or even sometimes third. Like the, the primary focus is while you're alive, we're going to utilize this thing. The yeah. tax-free growth, as you know, the more money you make, tax becomes your largest it's bill. The, it's the biggest right. problem. So when you in can our mitigate life. your taxes legally, that's that's where you come out ahead. It's not the gross gain is the net gain. How much can you? Keep so of that?
0: how how wealthy should somebody really be before they even think about? Because for me, if for me, life insurance is a no brainer. I have to live with it. Um, and every deal I do in my yeah. Epic ninety nine come, I have to get a life insurance for, policy key for man? key man yeah. insurance. Key man's huge. Key man's huge. We have to do them on every single deal. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, that just if the guy stops running the business. Well, yeah. describe what key man is. Well, key man is. Um, let's say you have, the key man is, is kind of slang, but there's different ways we can use it. So you can use a business partner. So you have uh, two owners, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's 50-50 or 70-30. Or My deals worse, are 81% yep. goes and to 19, right? 19, yeah. So like if it's that way and let's say the 81% person passes mm-hmm. away, right? right? Well, now 19% person is kind of on the hook for, for whatever problems may occur, financial, running the company, whatever that may be. So the policy is in place to cover the other owner. So Basically that money goes to the other owner. he then has that money to either buy out the equity to mm-hmm. whoever that was going to be uh, given to, typically the spouse, or to literally replace the person, whether it's go hire somebody, you know maybe the guy was you know a key man, he made the company run mm-hmm. to go make that company still run, you have to put another body in that position, go find somebody, retain them, whatever that money. So that's what you can use the money for. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, typically it's when money's blent out. The bank want to make wants to make sure they get, get their money. So another way it works, let's say you have 50-50 partners, and one guy passes away, he then leaves half of the company, the equity of that company goes to his spouse. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now it's you, say it's you, and you're now in business with that spouse, and that's not what you signed up for. It's, yeah. And it's usually a nightmare. Yep. And the spouse probably it. doesn't wanna run the company anyway. Right. She so wants the money to go grieve and, and move on, right? So that payout will then go to you, you'd have the money to then buy out the equity, so she gets what's hers, she gets the, the cash, you now have 100% of that company. And all that really cost you was the premiums. You now have 100% of the equity of a company. Financially, that's a good move. No, um, it's, I think,
0: well, when we do deals, I mean, yeah. we have to have it on yeah. every deal because yep. I wouldn't leave a deal exposed to- and Exposure's huge, right? Because you, my thing is with uh, Epic 99 is the 81% goes to the the key person, the mm-hmm. one that's gonna run the business. Yep. I can't run 100 companies, exactly. right? I can run about 12 companies that's where I kind of max out I've ran 14 at the same time but like I've got like no life at all yeah you know much. and I keep getting behind on things Or
1: conversely if, if you were to pass away right yeah now the funding maybe the money runs out now we'll shoot now this company fails because of the money yeah so now it's okay that guy has the money to keep the company alive and now he has so they, there's m- different ways we can use it the other cool way if you do whole life mm-hmm. is now you can build equity within your company Right now you have a cash balance that's growing that's you can use and leverage in your company. You're growing your own. Borrow bank, from, it, from it. You're borrowing from it, and you're literally avoiding having to go to the bank, and you don't have to go to hard money lenders anymore. And you're saving so much money just on interest. Right. Right. So once you have that going, it's like well now it's checking all kinds of boxes. And again now it's asset protection. If you get sued in your company, the money in your life insurance policies off limits. So now your your company may get sued. That's a whole different ball of wax. But this is protected. Yeah, we so. use it also to, um, when I'm buying
0: real estate, like some of the people that own companies, I'm like, if you build the cash flow of a company mm-hmm. and you are able to build up, like I don't touch all the, uh, most of the companies I run, like I have a, a column called Manage Compounding. Okay. In So I've a little over 57 streams of income, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and, you know, the goal is to get that to, I don't know, three or 400 streams of income, right? Yeah. But, for managed compounding, it'll be like a piece of real estate that makes a profit. Yeah. I never touch the money. Right. I let it compound. And then the, the compounding of that money gets invested. Sure. So, and it, it either tracks stuff from dividends that comes from that, as well as the growth in the stock, or I buy treasuries with, with the money within that company. Yeah. So, it never leaves the company. I have companies that have made money for a decade that I've never pulled a dime out of. All it does is compound and grow and grow. And it's like, if I can give birth to a business, you know, get it financially stable and let it run itself with very little involvement. Some I have no involvement in. That's huge. That are completely passive compounding and I'm not touching it. Mm -hmm. So it just grows. Like I've told people, if I go into a coma, I'll be wealthier yeah. a year from now than yeah. I am today. Because you can't touch it. You can't mess it up. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I'm not even going to spend money eating, drinking, right. Right. like nothing. No social right. nothing. Right. Feeding, feeding too. With I got medical yeah. 100%. Yeah. So, you know, I'll, awesome. just, I'll just chill, maybe lose some weight. Wake up and I'll be wealthier. Ready for the next Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. And then my trust has it to where um, my wife can immediately just run everything.
1: Nice. So I have a trust set up. So immediately. So transfer of ownership happens right away. That's right. She's great. People think, forget about that stuff too, man. They I, think about yeah. what you have to sometimes think morbidly, right? What happens when you leave the funeral? Like on the way home. Yeah. What if you need gas on the way home? Is there money? People forget about that. Shit. No, it gets frozen if yeah, you don't. Exactly. have. Exactly. I did
0: this. This is a crazy thing. This is a true story about uh, trust and about all the policies is my mom. I went to her. I had 200 employees at the time. Mm-hmm. And I said, Mom, I'm handing you my trust. This is what rights you have if something should happen to me. Yeah. She could go in. She could walk right in the bank. She could open. She had power of attorney to open to yeah. get into all the accounts, start writing checks. I said, I don't want anybody to miss payroll. Right. I don't want anybody to miss a beat. I, I've got 200 families that depend on me, Andrew Cartwright, yeah. and they signed up to the Andrew Cartwright show, and I don't want them to miss a beat in their life because something happens to me. She looked at me. I said, You know, yeah. That, yeah. And it had all this stuff about when to pull the plug on me and where yeah. all my assets were, where and everything people was. Just sometimes,
1: well, oh, it'll be fine. Or they don't want to think about it.
0: They don't want to think about yeah. it. You know what my mom did? So my mom turned around and she actually duplicated and put together her own That's about awesome. six months later. When she passed away five years ago, mm-hmm. my brother and I had the most peaceful transition. Mm. We could just mourn our mother. Right, the biggest gift she gave me was being able to mourn her. Was sanity. Yeah, in her passing, she articulated everything where it should go, and she was hundred percent responsible. She did it all before she got cancer.
1: Let's talk about that with kids, okay? Yeah, imagine you have some kids, and you get a policy on your child. You're not really doing the policy. You're not really doing the policy for your child to cover the funeral expense. Right. You're doing it for them to have their own bank and build it up for them, right? Yeah. For but sure. the off chance they pass away, at, let's say they're ten years old. How much time are you taking off work to grieve? Yeah, most people can't. So now you're going back to work long before you should. Right. Depending on your career, you're having you're exposing yourself and your coworkers to risk by being there, not in the right headspace. Right. So people don't want to think about that. But I know several families that have lost children. And it's tragic. Yeah. It's tragic enough. Let's not add to that by then adding the financial burden. and It can ruin families. And it's and it's like respect yourself enough, respect your family enough to have this. My, my, mom, my mom bought a life insurance on policy on me day one, the right. day I was born. And, and I don't, you, I mean, you're doing really well in life, right? Yeah. I, I look to rich people and say, well, if they're doing it, why are they doing it? There's a reason for it. <laughs> like, think well, about it. You would be the yeah. smartest guy in the room, you're in the wrong room. Look at what people you're doing around you. Like, look at people that you like or you aspire to be. What are they doing? They're, they all have life insurance, every one of them.
0: Every, every wealthy person, yes. everybody in this neighborhood has a yeah. life insurance Yeah, Um, but then you get person a a financial advisor that's helping. That's what's crazy is, you know, my my concern with having you on the show honestly was, I was afraid that people would click off when they hear the word life Mm. insurance. I get, I I get that. I feel that. And I'm like, I, you know, I tell people don't ever like. I have no personal debt at all, Mm -hmm. right? This house is not even in my name. Like, the the bank that lent the money on this house is is my bank. Yeah, right. Like. (laughs) But I don't but I don't own the bank. I'm a, a manager of the bank, right right? So like I own nothing, nothing personally. Sure. I have no personal credit. I have a 850 right. credit score. right. Uh, I mean, I have personal credit. I, I have like a million dollars that yeah. I, I can spend. I don't spend any of it. But in that drawer over there is 32 credit cards. All with, business credit yeah. with all 32 companies I've mm-hmm. ever opened, yeah. and I have credit lines on them. I'll have as much as eight million dollars in credit on one company, mm-hmm. right? And I just build credit. I lived on credit cards for for four years yeah. when i in 2008. So to me, it's like one set up business credit, two get your life insurance yeah. policy, advance fund it, borrow against it. Yeah, and
1: don't Leverage look, it. don't look back. Don't look back, exactly. And and, then,
0: and you'll pay no taxes on that money. Yeah. And people, and I'm if, afraid to tell anybody because it sounds boring. Yeah, yeah. All, I I know I'm going go to go go to Reddit, and people are going to be confused that yeah. I'm telling them to commit some kind of
1: fraud. Oh, let's talk about that. So let's talk about uh, other other agents, right? Mm-hmm. The scumbags of the of the universe here, right? So I was uh, talking to a friend who uh, I she's a friend, but I'm like, you know what? Because what I was telling her seemed outrageous. Mm-hmm. I'm like, go talk to somebody else. So right. they had to tell you, and they were told about the overfunding. Like, well, you can't do too much. Uh, really, you know, it might tip off the government. This and that, like, just really red flag. And I'm like, so I was like, well, that's there are regulations talking. for exactly. that. So you, you exactly, you, you, what you, what she, what that person told you can be uh, tra- uh, uh, fined for. Right, she right. shouldn't be in the industry. Right. So like, but that is the industry. The overfunding, there's almost no commission to it. The advanced funding you're talking about, yeah, right? yeah. there's almost no commission to that. Yeah. But if someone's budget, they say, oh, you got got 1000 bucks a month, put all towards life insurance. Yeah. It's it's crime. That's that's where people get turned off by it. Well, because that, they don't that's know what why to I had for. to
0: learn how to become an underwriter. That's yeah. why I started my own real estate brokerage. Everybody lied have, to me. I started my own insurance company for the same thing. But yeah. people go, why yeah. did you open it in Turks and Caicos? I said, well, I have tax-free. Yeah over there mm-hmm. and when i repatriate the money i pay taxes on it but every single penny is on my u.s tax return mm-hmm. my u.s tax return has everything i own everywhere in sure. every country yeah. and i pay taxes on every entity i i own throughout the world yeah right? because I, I carry a u.s passport yep and even though apple doesn't do that they do a double dutch irish those fuckers they don't pay taxes <laughs> or, or those doesn't it pay smart, taxes yeah. You know, but right. I mean, I'm not that big yet. i right. not Apple yet. Not yet. Like yeah. I say, yet. I like yeah, that. I know, right? That's yeah. mentality. That's, that's yeah. mindset right yet, there. Yet, you that's know. My, my, yeah. Ain't, so, over, ain't over yet. So as far as um, the it's advanced funding. Oh, let's talk about your deal.
1: Yeah. we kind of got off, off top. Yeah. fine. So, so tell me about your deal. So we've talked briefly before about how policy can be set up really poorly. They mm-hmm. they can be done really well. Right. Mm-hmm. And the advantage to setting them up poorly for me is bigger commission. The advantage for them setting up properly is referrals. Okay, right, right. what's bigger, referrals? So referrals is everything in every industry, pretty much, right? So I was driving along on the way here, mm-hmm. and I said, I said a good friend of mine up uh, out in California, and I, I educated him on the process, told him why we're going to overfund it, right. explained it to him, right, and he happened to be hooked up with some really wealthy individuals that and actually that, got good, actually got good advice, right. and then so we're doing their own research but having a hard time to find the right guy to build it for them because everyone told him, ah, oh, you can't do too much. It's all about commission. Right, right. So my buddy tells him about me. goes, this is what I've been looking for. Mm-hmm. Talks to me. He'd already done enough. Re- and this guy's really wealthy. So typically with wealth comes education. It comes. They've been screwed over oh, enough time. Resp- you have so right? much responsibility. So people not- have
0: no idea. Money is yeah. just managing money. is yeah. f- It a like a f- can you're be a guarded, full-time
1: job. You're guarded against people lying to you. Correct, right? correct. So you do your own research. So... We talked for maybe 15 minutes, and basically the conversation was him vetting me without me really. I knew what he was doing, kinda. I explained to him my process. He goes, "Everything you just said checks every box. What I was looking for, mm-hmm. and all the things I've read up on is the things to watch out for. And you answer those all perfectly. I can tell you're not full of shit, basically. Mm-hmm. And it was great. And the, the size of the deal um, for him personally will be one of my biggest. And he's like, "I got 15 people like me ready to go. Mm-hmm. I said, "I'll be in. I'll be in Phoenix on Monday. So I'll be in Phoenix on Monday. Well, you know,
0: whats it's fascinating. Um, there are a lot of life insurance um, people mm-hmm. who won't write good policies because they just don't make enough money. They're exactly. not interested in the referral yes. part.
1: There, there's a uh, uh, feast or famine mindset, right? They're, yeah. they're worried about the next job or the next referral. Like, oh, I got to make it all on this guy. Yeah. It's just a terrible mindset. One, it's the wrong thing. Like, right. let's, let's talk about that. It's the wrong thing to do for somebody outside of your financial, you shouldn't be doing the wrong thing for people. It's yeah. just bad karma, right? Yeah. So you do the right thing enough times, it all works out. And that's what I do. And I figured this out kind of an accident. And I, I learned this. Um, it was a wild story with, within the industry. I was working at a certain company first. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to name the name, but <clears throat> there was an individual out in California, mm-hmm. top producer. She was getting spoon-fed a bunch of clients from a certain CPA. Right. The CPA was a radical lunatic you couldn't ask him any questions. You go see her, but he did say, "Go get an overfunded life insurance policy from her." Mm-hmm. This is what, and he had a good idea. He was not wrong about it. Mm-hmm. When she got the client, he's most of these guys are linemen, right. building power lines. You know, not very educated on this topic. Mm-hmm. So they say, "Okay, she, you know, he said to come to come uh, get a policy from you." Okay, cool. Well, she wouldn't further educate. She'd write him this generic policy, no overfunding. Wow. And then these guys didn't know what they got. So they didn't so get any I, real benefit to it. No. So five years in, most of these guys are about four to five years in with about half the amount of cash they should have. Oh, wow. Enter me, who basically can now decipher and read this and understand this. Let me see your policy you've got. Oh, that's not good. Here's why it's not good. Right. When I was working there, I was told layoff lay off or you can't go after her. Wow. Cool. I switched companies mm-hmm. and it's game on. Wow. And it's like one, she did everyone wrong. She should suffer. Uh, she came back at me uh, personally to the to these clients. Some of these guys I knew really well. Right, they're friends of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, Saying some really disparaging remarks and, and fabricating stories and all kinds of stuff. And to the point where it's like there's there's grounds for some legal action between my company and and even personal side. I look into her record, and you can look up everyone's uh, record with the with the brokers. She has a large fine on her record that it's equivalent in the line world of, of like getting someone killed. Like nobody will hire her with that on her record. Wow. And now, and she's throwing stones at me. So I'm not going to use anyone's name, but like that's the industry, right? Is there's crooks everywhere. It's unfortunate, but that's why people get turned off by it. Right. I think the hard thing is,
0: you know, everyday people are confused by it. They don't want to become a licensed um, life and health uh, right, person in the insurance industry, they don't have to, they don't want to have to learn it, right, in order to buy it, mm-hmm. right,
1: and they um, also don't have anyone to educate them on it because it's like, here, most people also will sell it, quote unquote, as a secondary or backup tool or as a protection thing, right, not for something we're talking about to use it while you're alive, so they don't, they don't think they need it, they yeah, they, they're getting death insurance. Exactly. Not life insurance. Exactly.
0: I use it for life. You should. I, and I use it for banking. Mm-hmm. So I, I do life banking Yeah. is how I look at it. And to me, there's no better instrument in the country than life banking. Yep. Um, but I would say one out of 100,000 people maybe know what life banking is. Yep. How many then, people know what life banking is? Right. Do you, have you guys ever heard of life banking? No, he has no, I think it's from, bad. From, from from me. Well, yeah, it's Okay, it. okay. <laughs> yeah. So uh, all right. Yeah. So, but, but, uh, but you hadn't heard it before then. No. 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 Never. No. no? no I can't really know. Okay. I
1: right. mean, right.
0: I I say I'm being generous when I say one out of a hundred thousand. I agree.
1: I would agree with that. But
0: I, it's like the Rockefellers are doing it. If, the Rothschilds are doing it. Yeah. The Trump family is doing it. Like. Every single wealthy person I know
1: does it. Keyword wealthy, but the wealthy people have been doing this for a long time. But like, it, but it's available to everybody. It is. That's but what's you, crazy. But you get these people like Dave Ramsey, shitting on it, and then people, the masses, follow Dave Ramsey. I think Dave just like he feeds into
0: fear. Right. Right. And right. people are afraid of debt because mm-hmm. they're afraid something will happen. Yep. So it's easy to pray and attack debt. My thought is this, and I, I've told people this. If you have nothing, we live in America. Yeah. You can go get an SBA loan. I can get you up to $5 million with the SBA, Mm -hmm. right? Five million bucks. And if you have nothing, I can't even attach your house. Right. And if you can't get credit somewhere else, that's Mm. a qualifier for me to underwrite your deal. So I literally am excited when I hear that you can't get money anywhere else. Yeah. And I'm excited, and I'm like, part of it, and this this is wrong, and this is not financial advice, but if I had nothing, right. I would go out and get a $5 million loan to buy a business, mm-hmm. and if it failed, you know what I would do? I got a buddy for 700 bucks. I can file personal <laughs> bankruptcy and start over.
1: Yeah. Like what did but, I lose? Right. I have nothing. People are so afraid of that idea because they are not Education is everything.
0: But you walk into a yeah. business day one, you're going to make a million dollars a year. Yeah. A million a year. What do you need? A social and a six eighty credit score. Yeah. And above. Yeah. And welcome to America. It's the only reason I still live here.
1: I agree. There's so much opportunity. I would be here
0: in here. Dubai or Bora Bora or uh, of Bali.
1: Taxes, like we talked about earlier. Yeah. Right. And the weather and the and people. The people, they're, right?
0: They're not all pissed off about you know.
1: All right. this stuff that we are upset about, you know, there's just a lack of education. And you have to, if you really went deeper on that, it, it's probably by design. Mm. You know, they don't want people like me and you to be the masses, right? They mm. have hard enough time with me and you just being me and you. Right. If they had 10 million of us, they'd be, <laughs> they'd be, they in, in trouble, right? So I think some of it's by design. I don't, I don't want to say Dave Ramsey's been planted to spread this information, but I mean. They're not mad he's doing it, mm-hmm. right? I just think that people like you and I, we have these radical ideas of what works because it does work, but it's not uh, for the masses. And not everyone's wired like you and I are. Yeah. You know what I mean? To take that risk. Well, they think it's complicated. Right. It's like. You've taken risks. There's nobody has money that hasn't taken risks. I've taken. I switched a career mm-hmm. that was a. I could close my eyes and make 300 grand a year. In in my sleep, right, and I was figuratively. It was an easy. I made a very difficult job very easy for myself, Mm -hmm. but I quit that to do something. I didn't know what I was going to make. Yeah, no, nobody does that, but the risk takers do, right? So not everyone's wired for that risk. Yeah, I think that's kind of you know going back to what you were saying. Like that's why people don't do it. I think because they're just scared. But if we could educate them on how easy it could be, but I'm
0: I'm like, my question is, what are you afraid of losing?
1: They can't answer that either.
0: What, yeah. are, what are you losing? You have nothing. Right. You have nothing. Yes. It's I wish easier. I had nothing. Right. It's easier for you than it is. It's for, easier yeah. for you. Yeah. Like
1: if I go and
0: try and get an SBA loan, they go one, you're too rich. Yeah. Two, every bank will give you money. Yeah. Um three, like why, why 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 are you here? Right. Like, what, right. What, what are you okay? And they could also attach now things to you because you have yeah. some things, right? Yeah. And then they could, you know, so but the SBA does yeah. Right. They they can't lend me money because I can get money anywhere. Right.
1: I get banks call me all the time. Right. I think it's, uh, it's mindset, dude. Mindset's everything. People are just pre-wired. Also, think about it's probably from their parents. Mm-hmm. And typically, parents have passed down everything. Yeah, Tr- Childhood trauma, financial advice, all the, all of it gets passed down. And if the financials aren't great from the parents, like, what are they going to learn? They're going to think macaroni and cheese and hot dogs is healthy food. And they're going to think that credit card debt is normal. Yeah. If if it, So let's talk about entitlement. Yeah. Oh, I like this. Go ahead. Right?
0: Yeah. So... <laughs> What if you flipped entitlement around? And, and I think we've got like the the younger generations have entitlement all backwards, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, As far as what they're entitled to. If they think of what they're really entitled to as an American citizen, yeah, like with the SBA, like a cons- right. constitutional right to be able to go bankrupt,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? The ability That's to That's what they own. should be, contrary now. Instead, they're worried about... That's uh, what I feel entitled to. Yeah. Yeah. I got a US passport paying US taxes. Mm-hmm. I'm entitled to some really cool stuff that's yeah. only
1: available here in the States. It's amazing what people in America just get just for being an American. Just because if you know any foreigners that are here on a work visa, they are happy to be here. Mm-hmm. They wanna, you know, marry someone that lives here. They are just that mindset of like would do anything to get the opportunity that people in America just throw away every day what do, what do you think of that that entitlement mentality that you- I hate it I absolutely hate it and and I will say this to, to just really struggle to find the good in it mm-hmm. I will say that sometimes uh, because I have this work ethic mm-hmm. I may have the sometimes backwards where, man I don't deserve this just yet mm-hmm. but then I'll be in a room with someone who's overly entitled thinking they deserve something and I'll watch someone give it to them that's like, whoa it's the worst thing you can do right right so it's but like people are doing it out of default because they're nothing better yeah yeah, so I think that the overall entitlement is, is I don't know how it's getting so bad so quick, but it is. And it's also, it just leaves the door open for people who aren't to just go in there and, and, and do really well. Like, my kids are going to do great because yeah. they're not entitled. They're not soft. They're mm-hmm. not uh, given. I mean, I, I, I spoil them compared to what I was given, right. but generally speaking, they're not. So when there's time for them to have opportunity... Who you think is going to get the chance, right? Or who's going to shine when they get the chance? It's always going to be the kid who, who works hard and is, doesn't feel entitled. How many kids do you have? Three. Three kids. Mm-hmm. How old are they? 16-year-old girl, 14-year-old boy, and a 4-year-old boy. Oh, had wow. Had a little kind gap. of spread, well, spread well, we, we, out, had, we didn't think she could get pregnant again. Oh, so uh, oops. Had, yeah, we had to. Uh, but you were still practicing. We kept on practicing, and you know, practice makes perfect. So eventually yeah. p- push one through. Wow. it was a troublesome pregnancy so it was like a miracle baby so no yeah. oh yeah lots of troubles before after and during and and now he's a four-year-old little terrorist it's great wow uh, yeah. i talk. it's so funny i talk about that in my book how you know like we're
0: perfect at that age because we have no back off yeah you you don't hear no yeah you don't understand like like why there's any stop in life yeah, yeah. and um that that's kind of like i am aspire to constantly go back to that time yes where i'm looking
1: at life without 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 barriers without well, roadblocks of like this someone told me this is a bad idea or, or someone told me i couldn't do this but before that like i don't care i'll do it you know i'll pull my pants and pee in the rocks in the backyard like things like that like it's so innocent as a child. As they don't know to to they fall down they don't know not to get up yeah they don't know that they you know all these all the things that kids do it's fun to watch
0: yeah, I think the the tough thing about entitlement, really, in in culture, is that um, you know someone expects to be the um, running the company, general mm. manager. Oh yeah, right. I have a story at, for you too. Yeah. day one, mm-hmm. and you're like, you don't have the experience to get there, and then they don't want to respect the
1: experience that, yep. that comes with all these different. Or how things. about like uh, owning a company? So I. I actually went in partnership with a guy starting a roofing company about three, four years ago, mm-hmm. and um, I was sold on the fact he knew the industry. Mm-hmm. I knew business. I had money. I knew how to do things, but he knew the roofing industry, mm-hmm. which is something I didn't know. I knew general construction. I was still a alignment. I knew I knew generics, but like roofing is unique, right? Yes. He knew that. Pays well, though. Yep. He was a salesman. Very mm-hmm. good sales, right? The day we became owners of the company, mm-hmm. he put his feet up and didn't want to work. Oh, okay. God. And I was like, what the what are you doing, yeah, dude? Like this no. only works if you work. Right. Like this doesn't work any other way. Yeah. He couldn't get past that because he aspired oh to be the owner of a company, and all he wanted to do was bark orders. He was the best salesman before. Wow. Which the only way it was going to work is if he was out there selling. And he just put his feet up, and he was done. And I was like, I just saw it ending so quickly. I'm like, this is, we're doomed. I think, yeah. I think people have entitlement. The, the guy was I was older than he, I was.
0: Yeah. I think people have the wrong idea about ownership.
1: Mm-hmm. That's weird. Um, yeah, it's not easy.
0: Uh, ownership. So th- and one of my mentors about, this was about maybe 20 years ago, mm-hmm. told me there there are people that hold positions, right? That are position holders. Yeah. And there's people that actually do stuff. Sure. Position holders don't last. Right. right. The so feet up on like the thing, the, yeah. they don't last. Mm-hmm. Um, because the, and I know from running a company, if you're the owner, if you're the, the key key person running the company, yeah. your customers are your employees first. Mm-hmm. They got to be happy. Yep. Then you have customers. Then you have competitors. Like there's this whole ecosystem yeah. that all have to be happy. You're not you're you're not the you're wearing all the hats. It's like yeah. you don't have one boss now. Right. Like me personally, I don't have one boss. Yeah. Like my boss is like. Hundreds of people, thousands of people. It doesn't get easier
1: when become you know, the owner of a company. It gets yeah, harder. We, we people do. People have the backwards mentality of it.
0: People put in four to six hundred applications a day for a loan. Every single one of those people are people that now are in my universe. Yeah. So they're now my boss, mm-hmm. right? And I, I've got to like yeah. position that. And I think people have it they have, have backwards. it backwards. Yep. Like they think when they become the boss, yeah, that all of a sudden There's, you're going to get treated with respect. No. When you become the boss, everyone's going to disrespect you. Yeah. Everyone's going to hate you. It's completely backwards. You're back you, at the bottom. You you will yeah. be by yourself. There's uh, nothing more lonely than being successful.
1: I want to elaborate to that when I switched careers. Mm-hmm. Um, people saw me as, "Oh man, must be nice, Tony," or they're like, "Oh, you now you're, you know, you're not wearing you're not in the truck anymore. You're you're soft. You're doing paperwork." And I'm like, <laughs> what you see is is that may be the perception and people right. think I have it easier now. Mm -hmm. I have it infinitely harder, right? I enjoy this challenge, but it's not easier. It may be easier in a physical backbreaking sense of the word and the upside may be higher, Mm -hmm. but it's not easier. And I have that same conversation with my wife sometimes. So she thinks uh, I can make every uh, school play and all these things. And I'm like, I still have to miss some of these things. I still, I'm still working and I'm still hustling and I'm still doing things. You get to see some of the uh, good side, Mm-hmm. which then elaborates or maybe translates into this is all rainbows and unicorns, but it's not. And the perception sometimes of being the owner or being the entrepreneur or being the, you know, whatever you want to call it or success is now suddenly easier. And it's like, it's not. And the second you think it is, that's when you lose it all. But yeah, so I think keeping it, uh, relevant or keeping it, um, I, I understand that it's hard and I respect that it's hard and I respect that it's a daily, like that saying, you know, rent's due every day. Right. That's, yeah. If you, when you lose that, or you sit back on your laurels. It's like, well, that's how you—that's how you fail. Right. And if I listen to everyone else around me, oh, you got it easy, Tony. Just take a day off. Just take. Just take a. You know, just sit this one out or whatever. It's like, well, then it turns into one day, and two days, and five days, and a whole lifestyle change. And yeah, I refuse to. And that's why I stay successful. But you're right. People around you will will completely uh, look at you differently and 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 see you differently and think you have this free time you don't have. Yeah, or think you have this uh, money you don't, whatever, whatever it is. They just they don't they, they don't know it, they don't understand it, so they have these their own presumptions about it.
0: And straight up, um, personal attacks. It's so funny. I just had to quit oh, yeah. um, a gym that I was going to. Really? Um, yeah. I go to it with Steve Aoki, and yeah. uh, you know he's and Steve will run out of there. Right. He doesn't talk to anybody. He comes okay. in late. He leaves early. And okay. um, a lot of celebrities I know, mm-hmm. like, are like. Trying to stay away from the public, not because they don't love the public. Okay, it's just that they know how dangerous it, it, it how dangerous, yeah, it is to deal with the public. Mm-hmm. How upset they get, and how yeah. just vicious they can be. Yeah, it's tough. Um, because they're highly emotional
1: mm-hmm.
0: around you because of that celebrity. So what made you
1: had to leave the gym? What happened? How did, like what actually? Uh, just
0: jealousy. Oh, it was crazy. Sounds... I never even talked to anybody there. Mm just went in did my workout yeah. and left and the yeah. next thing you know you know people are talking and and uh, the manager called me and I was like Fuck like dude. what I don't talk to anybody yeah. like and then and then um, to me it's it's such a low-level minimum wage you know sort of conversation yeah. that I just can't have in my life and yeah, then I looked the time. yeah I spent 31 minutes on the phone with her trying oh. to understand like like Who would say anything about me? 30 minutes too long, yeah. I recorded the whole conversation, right? Because uh, it was just so mind-boggling to me. And I told her I was going to record it. And I I was like, I'm like, what? Like, this doesn't make any sense. And then after, Anya goes, she's like, honey, you're you're $10,000 an hour when you're consulting. Yeah. You just spent $5,000 about nonsense. nonsense. Mm -hmm. People that are jealous of you, she goes you're in a different, like when people find out how wealthy you are and how much you have and that you have some social credibility, they
1: hate you. Yeah.
0: And they don't, because they don't have it.
1: In my own family, it's happened. Yeah, same. I I hate it. And it's like, I finally have talked to people in my family like, listen, I don't hate you, but I don't have a a minute for the negativity that you guys have. Yeah. And it's not that, I, I, you know, love you for what you are. I need to go here. Yeah. I need to be me. You just talking about me listening, me hearing the words out of your mouth about how bad your day was, about right. how bad so-and-so down the road is and the gossip, it drains me. Yeah. I can't even be around it. And I know you don't understand that and you take it personal and I'm sorry for that. But for me, I can't be around it. I won't be around it. I won't be around it for five minutes a year. Yeah. I won't do it. So I don't even know if some people even know they're being negative when they're oh,
0: accusing you of I stuff. Agree. I agree. And you're like, I yep. I, just haven't had time to get back to you. Yep. Like, yep. like, literally, I have 4,000 people yep. that, I, that I've got to answer emails. Yeah. I, I have 400 applications a day that are coming in. I'm and, running several companies. Yeah. i got 57 streams of income that i got to take care of and make yep. sure they're still there. Meanwhile, they're in their own Me- little
1: bubble. Meanwhile, thinking, I, I've yeah. got
0: a wife, and I work seven days a week. Yeah. I, I, my goal is not to, like, yeah. make you feel bad. Right. And then, then the next communication, you get attacked again.
1: And you're like, like, we we were in a group chat about getting this thing set up. mm -hmm. And not one of us ever was like, come on, get back to me. I was like, no, I I know you're busy. Yeah, yeah, You're going to get back to me when you can. I know you will. Same with me. Like, that's the difference of like successful people. Yeah, just book the time. Let's go. go. (laughs) Versus (laughs) versus like people who are different levels. Yeah. Oh, he didn't get back to me. He must be too busy. (laughs) Yeah. No, dude, dude's busy. I know he's busy. Yeah, it's never personal. Right. It's never personal. Exactly. But people who are in different worlds are like. It's personal. He must not like me. This, yeah. That must be nice. Big hot shot. Doesn't have time to answer his phone. It's like, dude, I, I really don't have time. But I'm not a hot. I'm just busy. Right. I'm, I'm,
0: yeah. I do feel, so here's how I kind of deal with it. If I don't care about that person and they're not going to be in my life, I yeah. blow it off. Okay. I blow off the negative communication. Okay. If it's somebody that I don't want to keep in my life, yeah. I address the negative communication. Mm. Right? And I feel for the person because that's how they think. Yeah, because perception is reality. They right. actually think yep. that I don't care about them. They actually have no idea that I do. Right. Right. So you want to iron that out, right? Right. So it's like, the, it it it's phenomenal that somebody would actually. You're listening to each thought come across. That negativity. They live in that mind. Mm-hmm. My mind wakes up, and it's like, man, it's like, I'm so excited. Yeah. All this stuff that I could do. I'm so happy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. And then I get hit with other people's. Like, conversation. I even said on my Instagram, it's like, yeah, like what you say in your head
1: matters more than what you say to other people, yeah, because you're you you kill yourself. I've heard, I see, I think I read a meme or saw a meme, was like, you know, be careful of your thoughts yes. because they become words, be careful of your words, they become actions, and it's and like, actions so true. become things, uh, yes, and it's like, yes. that is so true. It's like, yes. wow, just be careful of that. I think we're all capable of. Tricking our minds and thinking things, right? And then things like, but if you're aware of it, yeah. Well, now if you're aware of it, okay, I can at least mitigate it, right? Or, but some people are not even aware of it. I think the tough thing is
0: the time. Yeah. So, because you need to be and think away mm-hmm. long enough, doing the actions that come off of that being and thinking in order to have, right? I've been a multimillionaire four times. I have a blueprint and a way of being that will continue to make me a millionaire anywhere in the world mm-hmm. doing anything. Okay, I've been in, what, 17 different industries. Okay. Started 32 companies, completely different, right? I just become, yeah. I have a blueprint of a millionaire. All I have to do, take everything away. The last time I came up, I was $12.8 million in debt, backwards. Took me four years to pay it off, losing 50 grand a month. And I lived on credit cards, right? That's awesome. But yeah. I have a blueprint. Yeah. That I wake up in the morning, I be away, think away, and then take the actions, and eventually it shows up in my life. Yeah.
1: And when it shows up, it's just like all of a sudden it's there. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, it must be nice. No, you don't understand what's been going on, how this got here, how I made this happen. Right. And this is where I think entitlement is a
0: problem. Mm -hmm. Entitlement says I should have it before
1: I do anything. The real entitlement. Any action. Which you're actually entitled to is the opportunity of work. That's what you're entitled to. You get yeah. the opportunity, but not not the not the having of right. it. Right? People that's, think
0: they should have right. that. They should no. have the big mansion, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's the opportunity to go work for it. Right. That's what you got. That, that's it's the B. Mm-hmm. You you have to become the thing yeah. in the thinking and do this stuff mm-hmm. in order to have the things. Yeah. Right. Um, otherwise, it it doesn't it doesn't work. No. Like I can. Like today, I can go write a check for a a Gulfstream jet. Mm -hmm. Write a check, right? Yeah. Um, I've been the person to have a jet, but I don't do things that represent having a jet. Sure. I'd only be buying a jet to impress other people that don't care about me anyway.
1: Right. That's 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 that movie, that line in Fight Club, I think it is, right? It's like... You know, buying shit that we don't need to impress people we don't care about or whatever. That, that don't yeah. care about yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's such a, so, so it's so like so
0: cliche. I remember yeah. I got to the point where I was like, "Oh, I can buy a Gulfstream now. No yeah. problem. Write a check for it." Because and then I'm lying. like,
1: "Why? Why? Yeah.
0: Why would I do that?" But up until I had like liquid cash to do that, mm-hmm. I was literally like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna save up enough to, so I can buy cash. Yeah, have to worry about it." And then I thought. Okay, now I can. I'm not doing sense, anything right, right. that represents having having it. Mm-hmm. But then I talk to people and say, "Oh, you just go buy it." I'm like, "For what?" Like,
1: if it makes sense financially, if, you know. Well, I mean, you could write it off on your taxes. Yeah, but, but if you're, I mean, if you're making money, if you're flying around, you're saving time, and sure, if you're. But making, I'm not flying really exactly, that much. Exactly. It's a, Yeah. Yeah. It's silly. So, yeah. I'd have also, to. Good on you for recognizing that, because mm-hmm. some people wouldn't, and they would. Being a jam and sell that plane at a loss two years later and be like, oh, I messed up, you know? Yeah. It's, but I did, like I had it on the vision board and like, yeah. okay, now I can buy it. That alone's an, no. an accomplishment. Yeah. You, you reach the goal. Right. Sometimes goals change and and, and reasons for them change. It's cool. But you hit the goal. Cool. Yeah. yeah that's good. It just it still doesn't win. It doesn't want It doesn't still make sense like it did two years ago or whenever you decided to do it, right? That's all. Or maybe yeah. also you learn stuff along the way and oh, yeah. things you thought we relevant or important, or we're going to make you things. Maybe they don't anymore.
0: Well, the Gulfstream was great bait mm-hmm. to get me to be the person yeah. to do the things. Gold big enough in front of you. it. It was right. it was great bait. Yeah, I bet. That's a big, I mean, that's a you know, to trick yourself. And then the wife was like, "I love the windows.
1: <laughs> the round windows yeah. are
0: great." You know. Yeah. I saw someone post on their Instagram, they had a Gulfstream picture. They had a Gulfstream picture, and then they had a sticky note when it was in the air. Yeah. And it was actually a, a commercial plane that mm. said, living my dream on a post it note. There you go. And I'm like, okay, they went and sat in a Gulfstream mm-hmm. on the ground on the tarmac. Mm-hmm. The pictures show that it was clearly parked. Yep. Right. Yep. Somebody was getting ready to take off in the plane or whatever. She probably talked to the. Yeah. To the the people, and then she got off, and then she took she got in a commercial plane and took a
1: picture. Yeah,
0: and I'm like, you didn't match up the windows, right. my, my wife caught that right yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. People are. She's so like, look fake. at this, honey. Flexing. People. Yeah. I'm like,
1: you know. I never got that. I never got the flexing, the fake. Like, who are you? I mean, what are you doing? Like, who, Why are But I think doing that's that? part of the entitlement culture, yeah. the perfect Instagram like, life. Yeah. Are you renting a car and flexing like it's yours? Like, dude, yeah. no. If I'm renting a car, mm-hmm. people will know I'm renting that car. And I'll still do it. Let's but. talk about your cars. Yeah. I, I, I have some cars. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought them to rent them out. Okay. I bought them for the rental income. Okay. That was a mindset going in. So I went out and bought a Huracan, a 570 uh, McLaren, a Bentley Bentayga, and a Lamborghini Urus. Right? So about bought four pretty cool cars in about three weeks. One of them is going to fall apart quite a bit. Which one's that? McLaren.
0: Everything uh, breaks on those yeah, things. Yeah,
1: I've heard mixed things. The key to those... How long, long heard, have you had the McLaren? Uh, since April.
0: Okay. Have it so a couple so. of years. Yeah. So, and rent it. Everything uh, breaks up. We're going to go
1: back to that. Okay. Okay. All right. What I've heard mm-hmm. and, and a little ahead on the McLarens is the, the key is to drive them. Yes. Because when you don't drive them, lots of problems. Okay. So yes. cool. I daily drive it almost. And like, you have
0: to you have to drive them like a race car. You have to yes. blow out the pipes. Yep. And you have I, to clean the pipes I, out. I, have, I got a race car right bef- yep, b- yeah, right behind right, you. Which I love, by the way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so back to the initial plan, okay? Mm-hmm. Buy them, rental income, another stream of income. Cool. Right. Um, meanwhile, enter me doing uh, financial planning and life insurance. I'd come out to Vegas because they were here in Vegas being rented out. Mm-hmm. Um, I would rent them out, mm-hmm. and then when I was in town, I'd get in one of my cars. Whichever mm-hmm. one wasn't being rented, I'd jump in one of my cars. Cool. Right. I'm now driving around Las Vegas in my car. One, I'm feeling good. Right. Two, clients are taking me more seriously. Right. It's having an impact. I don't even recognize I'm doing it. Okay? Right. The cars weren't doing that well financially here. I shipped them to San Francisco. Okay, I then come back to Las Vegas doing deals and I suddenly lose that credibility. And I'm like, shoot, I had something here. I didn't mm-hmm. even know I had it. Now it's gone. Shoot. So they're in San Francisco. Again, doing okay, not great. I'm like, screw it. Ship them back to Denver where I live and now I'm going to Drive them in Denver. I'm gonna do business, drive my cars, market it myself, and that's where the real um, currency has been is the the me having my car. So I I put the two SUVs, the Urus and the Bentega, they're rented out long term in mm-hmm. Denver, and um, they're doing great. They're kind of covering everything else, and I drive the McLaren and the and the Huracan almost daily, and that that income that credibility is what has been actually. Uh, got me into some different car circles of people, mm-hmm. and now I work with them. Right, so like the currency is me actually driving those cars. Just pivots, slight pivots along the way. So i I got my my originally started buying exotic
0: cars in 2006. Okay, and I have about a hundred cars. That's awesome. Right, yeah. so um, that's a whole other story yeah. uh, about the the cars. It's a deeper story. But I got a dealer's license Mm -hmm. so that I only had to pay registration on the license plate, not the cars. And then I got group insurance. Which is huge in
1: Colorado. Colorado is massive. Yeah. Registration fees are crazy.
0: Um, Do you have a dealer plate? Oh, so you're registered?
1: I I made some mistakes financially, yes. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. But I live and learn, pivots, you know.
0: Yeah, so I got a rental license, I got a leasing license, and I got a dealer's license. Okay, right, and then I have a bank, so I was financing cars as well. Mm-hmm. So I doing doing it all. Yeah, um, and I was driving the Bentley, the Ferrari, um, the the um, mostly the Bentley, and then Porsche 911, which is my favorite car. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I used to race before I started racing real race cars like the Radicals and the Wolves. Yeah, and then um, but the the act the thing was i noticed people treated me i felt like i wasn't getting deals because of the cars because people were more jealous of the cars so like now i have all this Mm. stuff but i drive a tesla but i was thinking about driving a rolls royce because i can i can if i buy one in the next 18 or 16 days yeah i can write it all off on my taxes yep so it's like a free car. It is. Yeah. So I was thinking about getting either. Would you recommend getting um, the Culligan, the Mac- Cullinan, Cullinan, or cool. the uh, a Ghost? Ooh.
1: The Cullinan's sweet. I like the Cullinan. Really? Also, I don't think is the Ghost six thousand pounds? That's the car. Right? It, it is. Okay. But I, I thought the Cullinan that, is just. Isn't the Ghost more
0: Im- impressive in the sense that it, it's more because the other one, because it's an SUV, can seem like an SUV compared to like a
1: car i think okay look at like lamborghini urus Uh right it's almost equally as impressive as the huracan and i think that same thing with that to me though well you're a car guy
0: to me the the huracan is like the bulletproof car but i wouldn't buy a a huracan because to me a huracan is a half iron man Uh, yeah
1: i agree okay and an avenidor yep Yep. is a full iron man you're not most people so you you know what i mean (laughs) so like you have the mindset of like, you know what cars you couldn't, are. You couldn't, you couldn't you know write car. the check for right, exactly. for, for six hundred thousand dollars. Yep. Yeah, so you know what most people what, what cars are. You know what quality. Right. You mentioned the nine eleven being your favorite car, right? Because you're a car it's guy. It's the best car. Exactly. The, there is no better car than
0: a nine eleven. It's the same car made better yes. every year. You are a car guy. And once you're a Porsche guy, and yeah. you get in the Porsche community, and everybody waves to you. Yeah. It's like you know, you know, that, know that it's the best car, right? Yeah, It's a Same, very hidden I think going group. back
1: to the Cullinan and the the Ghost, I think the Cullinan, I think it's a better, um, oh, it Just it's pretty cool. So that's what I should get? That's what I would get.
0: Okay. All right. And then I was going to get a, um, the Lamborghini Aventador. Yeah. Um, Do it. I was thinking white, white, white on all of them.
1: Ooh. I've, so my, my Huracan is white. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's growing on me. Mm-hmm. I've never had white cars. I've never liked white cars. I've also never lived in Las Vegas where the desert it needs to be a white car, right? Yeah. But I'll tell you, it looks really cool. I've, the, the I've black bought wheels and I've bought probably over twenty thousand cars in my life. Yeah. Right.
0: Normally when I buy a car, mm-hmm. I, how long do you think it takes me to buy a car? Oh, about fifteen minutes. I don't know. It it takes me. Uh, about three or four minutes okay uh, to yeah. inspect the car it, it takes me about a minute okay L- less than that like yeah. 30 seconds yeah, yeah. to a minute to inspect a car I'd say
1: 15 minutes including your drive over there and uh, <laughs> yeah the drive over there
0: and then bidding on the car right because yeah. it's auctions okay um but for the most part I like literally you love it or hate it right away yeah, yeah. I would yeah. buy I'd go out to California I'd buy about 15 cars a day 20 cars a day mm-hmm. And uh, just go, you know, go on the thing. I had a bunch of dealerships. So if if my car buyer would drop off, I had to, we needed inventory mm-hmm. until I could get another car buyer. So I'd, I'd run out there and go yep. buy cars. But I I only had the business for the loans. Sure. I never like wanted to work in the business. I never liked the, the secondary. Yeah, yeah. I don't like what people turn into in the car business. A whole but stuff. I was yeah. the bank. Mm-hmm. So and you need things to, to finance. Yep. And the cars were just a way for me to buy a loan. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a guaranteed captive audience, yep. right? Of people, but um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't spend any time um, buying cars. It was so quick. People awesome. put so much thinking into it. Because
1: for most people, a car is an emotional purchase. Yes, and it's like, it's not. It's a, it's a depreciating asset it's, most times. I, so I'm working to get.
0: I'm a recovering. Exotic car guy. Okay. Okay, I'm recovering. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, I lost all my emotion about cars. Mm -hmm. Like, I look at Wes Watson, and I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I've had all those cars. It doesn't, like, they were more of, like, having... A crazy ex-wife that you broke up, you you divorced, mm-hmm. and you've got four or five of them, mm-hmm. right? They were just a pain to deal with, yep. like like yep. a watch, yep. you know, that you have to do this, otherwise it doesn't tell time, <laughs> yeah. right? Are we yep. serious? Yeah. I mean, my Apple Watch always tells time perfectly, you but charge I, it. You I, charge have, watch, so. I have to do mm-hmm. that, right? But um, so I looked at it that
1: way, and yeah. so my daily is a Tesla. Yeah,
0: I noticed that. Yeah, and I don't I don't have to
1: think. Right. Right. I don't have to think at all. It's cool in its own right, too. Don't get me wrong. It's super cool. Yeah. But also, if you've, if you've been down that road. But and nobody's you know, saying that's a cool car.
0: I'm afraid uh-huh. people won't do as many deals with me if I drive around in my exotics again. I think because it, it, a, it, well, it, it, it I hurt
1: think, me for a little while I'll tell you what, driving car, around exotics. I, I feel that. I think the car to get though will be a Porsche. Because I think that's right. I think that car guys know what that car is. Mm-hmm. I don't think it comes across too flashy. Mm-hmm. We know that car can beat or is a better car than maybe the Aventador, right? As mm-hmm. far for what it is, um, or racing, whatever you want to call it. Right? But that car is not nearly as flashy as an Aventador. Right. I right. think it's way more acceptable to be drive around a 911 than it is uh, an Aventador or even a McLaren 720. So yeah. it, 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 it can check a lot of boxes. I guess the, the,
0: the side to me, though, is if I'm going to go exotic... I want, want to do a, a cool. full Ironman. Yeah, I don't want to do a half. Yep. Right. Okay. Like, and the the Porsche is the practical. Yes. And um, the like, I had in my room, I had a Lamborghini poster, mm-hmm. I had a Ferrari poster, mm-hmm. and I had a Pantera. Okay. Do you know which car I planned on buying between all three of those cars? Mm, Pantera.
1: Yeah. Do know. you know why? You you picked that because you figured I, I figured that yeah. would be the most well because important. I think because that's the. What car was that? I know it was it's a it's an it's a it's an older car. Mm-hmm. The reason I know that cuz the band, one of my favorite bands, Pantera, Pantera. picked that from that how uh, funny from that that car and they didn't realize it was in a panther in Spanish, but that car was someone had a poster of that car mm-hmm. and that's how the band chose that name. That's you know how side funny. story. Yeah, yeah. But I feel I'm not sure was it more affordable? Was that why they so it picked was, it? It looked like a cross
0: it looked like a Ferrari and a Lamborghini had a baby. Okay. So it was exotic. And it was in the exotic classes. Okay. But it had a Cleveland three fifty one engine in it. So it was American. Got it. I could drive that car, the Pantera, mm-hmm. to AutoZone. Yep. And I could buy a yep. part for it. Yep. Yeah. I could change the oil mm-hmm. for literally a couple hundred dollars compared to yeah Ferraris like three five grand. Yeah, that's crazy. Right? Like a mm-hmm. Testarossa or one of the other. Like it, mm. it was so expensive to, to yeah. And the Lamborghinis, every twenty thousand miles, the, the tranny would blow up. Well, I'd have now, to change the transmission.
1: Fixed, you definitely would. Now they fixed that since Audi bought. Well, the hurricane Yeah. Every since uh, Volkswagen Audi. Volkswagen, Audi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which again, I mean, that's a good and bad thing, right? If you're a purist, like oh, but if you're uh, if you want to daily drive it, that's good, right? That's a yeah. good thing. If you want a reliable supercar? hurricanes hard to beat. You know? So, is that your daily driver? Mm. I actually have ag G sixty um, three G wagon and a C sixty three. Mm-hmm. AMG, which are more of my favorites. They actually daily drive, mm-hmm. but I do drive a lot. I mean, I, I put a lot of miles on the Huracan. Y- yeah. yeah. And, the, I and say the McLaren. I mean, they're both, I mean, all four of those cars, I'm a big kid. I, all four of those cars are my favorite car. Yeah. Whichever one I'm sitting in, That's right, your they're favorite. all serving a purpose. The, the C63 is more of my airport car because mm-hmm. I can fit luggage in the back. It right. has, has a trunk and it's super fun to drive. Right. The G63 is more of my, my gym, right? It's lifted, so it's not as comfortable to drive very long distances and the Huracan and the McLaren, it's like whichever, you know, if I'm going to do business, I'll drive one of those, you know. So I get to drive them all. I just, I hate how ridiculously perfect the Tesla is. I know. I, know I, I mean.
0: hate that it's so, I hate it. Yeah. I hate it's it. It's perfect,
1: but it does check out I the hate
0: boxes. that my Tesla will beat the Lambo and the Ferrari. <laughs> yeah. Right? I hate the fact that there's a frunk. Yeah. And there's a trunk. Yep. And then underneath the trunk is another trunk. Yeah. I hate the fact that I ne- I haven't been to a gas station in years.
1: Right. Because you charge it here, right? I just charge yeah. it.
0: I don't have to, I don't put a key in the door. Yeah. I don't put a key in the, I press, I get in the car, I press a button.
1: Yeah.
0: I get out of the car. You know, it's so funny. We talk about this when we travel, when we rent cars. Yeah. We go, dang, we got to get a, we got to get a dumb car. Yeah. A car, you have to put a key in the door. Yeah. A key in the ignition, mm-hmm. a dumb car. Yeah. Right. And a Tesla is like, it's just not a dumb
1: car. Right. It's like, it's a smart car. I was really big on them a couple years ago, but now now I'm really liking the exotics. like The feel of them. I know, I know. know. But like I said. I'm feeling you.
0: I'm starting to, like I said, I'm a recovering. Yeah, yeah. I'm a recovering, like, I I want to feel the emotion in a car again. Yeah. I want it like like Wes Watson is so excited about his exotics. I want to feel that way again. I just, I haven't felt that way Mm -hmm. in...
1: A decade, no longer. It's been since two thousand six. I haven't felt that way. Cars because I had all exotics then. Yeah, I see your AMG on the wall there. AMG is my favorite. Oh yeah, that's where I started my exotic Not even exotic, but I just know that pound for pound, dollar for dollar, those cars are badass. Uh, I have I have an STS if you want one. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Yeah, with the with the the doors right, the gold wings. Yeah, those are so cool. So cool. Just tired of it. Yeah, yeah. Like they said, the AMG is like people don't know what that is. They think Mercedes because Mercedes makes a C three hundred. That that's that's no, dude. It's a badass car. Yeah, AMG line is crazy. No, it's
0: it's incredible. But I'm I'm like really, like even this the new Roadster at Tesla. Mm -hmm. I'm like I'm not excited. That car when I'm driving, it sounds like the engine's gonna blow up. Yeah. I feel like my hair's on fire and like the thing's going to blow up, like literally. A little bit of risk in there. When it's screaming and it's it's muffling my ears and I got earplugs in and radios talking to the pit crew, I'm like, it's crazy. An electric car?
1: You don't feel any of that. It serves a purpose. It's kind of cool, but man, you you lose a lot of the feedback, a lot of the, all the things we like about driving. I was thinking. The practicality of it mm -hmm. is practical, but the emotion part's gone.
0: Yeah, I want, I want that emotion back. Mm. I was thinking, because I was going to order the brand new Lamborghini, the Rev, I can't even say. The hybrid, right? Yeah, yeah and yeah. I'm like hybrid. I'm like, I was thinking to just get the Aventador as my daily, just mm-hmm. to have here and be my car, mm-hmm. rather than the fleet of yeah. cars. And then the Ghost or the um, yeah. Co- Again, call on in. if I can ever say it. Maybe say I it. shouldn't get it because I can't say it. Maybe if you go, you have to learn how to say it. I'd have to, maybe learn, they'll yeah. teach you, maybe they'll give you maybe a, free they have a class, yeah, <laughs> a Rolls Royce class. But they have to, yeah, yeah. They sit you down, you're gonna ha- say this you can't correctly, say this incorrectly, because people are gonna ask you, yeah. yeah. People gonna ask <laughs> you're you, gonna <laughs> you're gonna seem silly. silly. So I remember, I remember dropping the keys down for the Bentley and the and the Ferrari and stuff like that, you know, it'd be on a key ring now. Like, um, with the Tesla, you don't even have a key it's ring, a car, credit card, right? Isn't it? Yeah, no, it's on my phone. And okay. no, nobody compliment. I actually, I take it back. I got a
1: compliment yesterday on my Tesla. Yeah. But normally, I don't get any compliments. It's very vanilla. Yeah. But man, sometimes that works too. Well, you're not wrong with that. Yeah. You know, for me, I'm in the business that you know, money attracts money. <laughs> people take take me <laughs> credibility, right? So that's what I woke
0: up with. What's I that? woke up with if I want to attract people that want more.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If and it, Tesla is not attracting people that, that. want more. Like, I want people to want to become multimillionaires because yeah. I can show them how. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The fastest way possible. Right. And and try and weed out the entitled
1: people yep. to people who actually want to work. And if I look a certain way or talk a certain way and have a certain things, people will say, okay, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. I'll at least listen to him. Yeah. Right? That's all I need. Give me that little crack of an opening. That's all I need. Yeah. Versus the guy who is struggling is going to have that um, f- yeah, feast or famine, that famine mentality that, you know, not, no, what's it? Uh, scarcity mindset. Yeah, They're not going to have the right mindset to help the person. They're going, oh, I'm take as much as I can. No, I have the abundant mindset, and people see that with the things I have and drive, and it's all by design. I'm not trying well, to be flashy. Let's talk about um, that
0: abundant compared to mm-hmm. scarcity mindset. Yeah. So how, how would you define somebody who uh, has a
1: scarcity mindset? Oh, man, they're scared about everything. They're scared about the next paycheck. They're scared about um, the next deal they're going to get. They're scared about... Um, Every dollar they have, they put in savings, and they just save it, and they just look at it. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of my realtor clients are that way. Um, Realtors make a lot of money. Good ones make a lot of money. Even in the market we're in right now, they're still making money, Mm -hmm. but they all act like they're never gonna make another dollar. Mm -hmm. It's like they make 300, whatever, pick a number, 300 grand over the course of a year, but they made no money in February, so it's like, oh, they're afraid to invest. It's like, you're doing yourself a disservice with that scarcity mindset. You have to know you're gonna make more money. You know you're going to. You know the next deal is gonna come. But that scarcity mindset keeps them kind of crippled. Oh, and I'm not I'm not picking on realtors because I have good clients and, and they're good people. But like, I see that a lot with anybody who has like a sales job or but realtors stand out because like the market goes up and down, or they sell ten houses one month and none the next month, and they're just like, I don't know what to do with my money because I, I don't want to, you know. There's just the scarcity mindset versus the abundant mindset would be hey, I know I'm going to make money. Right. I know I'm going to sell ten more houses, it just may not be this month. Yeah. It's just mindset because overall. That it's limiting yourself.
0: Yeah, I think of one of the things I run into with, um, uh, and I I would say you have a scarcity mindset. You do. Okay. You really do. Um, And I'll tell you in a second why I think that. Scarcity is you can't have. Okay. Right? You can't, to me, it's like you can't have something, you can't have something, you can't have something is your predominant thought, right? Like they're not going to have another deal. Yeah. Abundant mindset is, you have it and you, or you will have it or both right okay. so the reason i say that you have a scarcity mindset is a challenge okay i challenge you to think that your abundant mindset is only an onion layer and there's a much bigger like for example my one of my early mentors 20 years ago this was another mentor mm-hmm. i would do one house at a time okay i never thought about tearing down entire neighborhoods mm. right and
1: Good point, yeah.
0: my, I had a scarcity mindset. If you would have asked me there, I would have punched you in the face you thought you and had, said, you I'm decide. abundant. Yeah, 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 Do you know how many personal development things I've been to? I'd be like, you know, you, you know, it's he like that one comment to you. They're like, oh, I go off. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Mm. But when I ran into that mentor 20 years ago, he opened up my mind. Next mm. thing you know, I'm tearing down a whole neighborhood in Vegas. I drive by neighborhoods. That I tore down the entire neighborhood awesome. and rebuilt it.
1: Yeah,
0: right. So you can imagine that street. If I'm close to it, I always take those sure streets. That
1: street. Yeah, yeah, I take those yeah. streets.
0: When I run, I run by six houses I built, mm-hmm. from twelve thousand to nine thousand square foot homes, mm-hmm. and I run by them all. Yeah, right. That's my track is to run, and when I run by each house, I'm like just glow because God put dirt there, and look yeah. what I did with it. Yeah, right. That's and cool. But it wouldn't happen unless 20 years ago I ran into a mentor that said, Why would you just do one home?
1: Mm.
0: And I was scared. I'm like, yeah. I just want to do one or two homes, right? Flip them a year, make a half a million to a million a year, and I'm happy. Right. He goes, like, why, why wouldn't you one? flip the whole neighborhood? Yeah. I'm if like if that's
1: your margin, why aren't you doing all of them? Right. Yeah,
0: why not flip the whole neighborhood? Yeah. I'm like, that's one and now my the deal that I'm currently contracted in is a $250 million deal to build 95 condos in Long Island, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: right? Yeah. And my uh, build on it is $160 million. My exit is not over $90 million.
1: That's awesome. Right? Yeah.
0: And like none of it scares me. Right. The only thing that makes me nervous is the people involved in the deal screwing it up. Right. Because of their own ego or their own... Mm Because at the end of the day, I don't care about the money. Things outside
1: your own control, right? Yeah. I don't care
0: about the money. The money is just like... I set up the deal so there is money there, but I'm passionate about creating something. Yeah, you know, is is kind of the the scope of it. Yeah, well, so let
1: it. me re ask you: yeah. Do
0: you have a scarcity mindset or an abundant? Well,
1: the way you put it that way,
0: <laughs> it's a little different. <laughs> well, now what yeah. happened was: yeah.
1: yeah, I would say that I, I generally speaking, compared mm-hmm. to what the def, by definition, I'd say I have, I have an abundant mindset. But with yours, with you, what you're saying is. I can absolutely scale what I'm doing, and I actually need to go to the next level, and I'm working on that. Yeah, yes. I mean, it's I'm, like— I'm aware of it, right? I'm still yeah. working on the action parts of that. Um, i got some things in place, getting my CRM dialed in, my calendar, hiring staff, right? I'm getting things in place for my foundation to go to the next level. Yeah. So on the on the level I was at, I was abundant. Yeah, there's this almost, saying— There's levels to this game, right? I mean, I, yeah,
0: Einstein said, the thinking that gets you to one place— is not the thinking that'll get you to the next place That's absolutely true and i'm like the rules of the game from one from zero to a hundred thousand are one set of rules yep the the rules for a hundred to a million different set of rules from a million to five million different set of rules mm-hmm. five million and above well i would say to 10 million different rules yeah. 10 million and above different Wonderful rules world, yep Right, um, never got over a hundred million. So I don't know what the rules are up there. I've yeah. had five exits, but never hit a hundred million. Yeah, that's yeah. the goal. That's what we're is going Is get hundred million. People right. say they're worth a hundred million. They're completely not they're just misleading right. the public right right. Uh, that they're you know they're worth a hundred million they're yeah they're, they're like pretending they're, they're
1: adding their liabilities and their assets yeah, together yeah so that's like the same yeah thing, if, yeah. Uh, yeah then i'm yeah i'm a hundred million <laughs> exactly. yeah i'm way past a hundred million yeah, if you, yeah. i've seen people do that. i'm like hey you know the difference between the asset and liability right oh, oh you, you yeah you can't yeah, count yeah. those right yeah you, you just <laughs> count that worth everything. is net worth by definition net is net, yeah yeah it's the bottom line right not
0: the top line right or they count the revenue. Oh, right. I did a hundred million dollars. Oh, yeah. in revenue. Revenue, right? I've I've done a hundred million dollars, yeah. but I, I've only netted, um, you know, like doing that much. I've had companies that had three point four eight percent would hit my pocket. Right. You know, people right. think I was getting rich. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah.
1: I got yeah. that much money. Yeah. But it sounds cooler, to say a hundred million in revenue. Yeah, if yeah. I have a hundred million in I sold revenue. Sold ten million in houses. Like I only okay. made three million bucks. Yeah. Like. Yeah, yeah. Or sold ten million in real estate. So six houses, all right. <laughs> right.
0: And then people yeah. go, Oh, well, if you have a hundred million dollar company and you netted three million, I said, Yeah, I can sell that company for about nine nine million. Yep, or 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 maybe five times. It is right. yeah. yeah. So it's worth fifteen million for a hundred million dollar company. They're
1: like, uh But people who have to say that they're at that, that level. There's a certain People levels, are believing yeah. it mm-hmm. though. That's, that's what that's, the, that's what's crazy you're right. to no, me. You're right. There's this mis- there's yeah, people are believing it. That's right.
0: People believe. You say a hundred million dollars, people believe it.
1: Yeah. And then they you can build you
0: can build a whole brand off that. We know people like that.
1: Yeah, we we yeah. talked about that earlier. We, we, we yeah.
0: but you can build a whole brand off that, even though you don't have a hundred million dollars. One day they will have
1: that because of the brand that because they've, they've done the it, and they, yeah.
0: then it, they give enough goodwill, people won't yeah. won't care. Yeah, yeah, you know, they become a big enough name. This is what's happening in social media too. I see is that the bigger people get, the more uh, egregious stuff they can do without anybody calling them out, mm-hmm. because as an influencer. There's no reason to call anyone out.
1: Yeah. Because it doesn't work. So I, I don't ever want to be an influencer. I want enough people to know who I am mm-hmm. so I can help them. You are an,
0: you're an influencer. Right. You influence people to make financial decisions. Correct.
1: I'm the influencer in the You context. want to
0: influence me to do all my deals with you, right? Yes. Okay. In the in the, in the in the in the context you're referring to, right? <laughs> social this, media this influencer. social media influencer <laughs> that's
1: just like just influencing just to influence? I don't see that. I don't want to do that. I think but that's I horrible. People, but I want people to know who I am mm-hmm. and see me, and yeah. I want to encourage them to to seek me out until I can help them. Right. So that's the. I never wanted to be an influencer like that way, an Instagram influencer. But I want people to know who I am, so I kind of have to like the watch. Man, I never thought Rolexes were cool until I had to wear them. Or yeah. I never thought the Lamborghini was cool. Well, I guess I always thought those were cool, but like, yeah. you know, you, you do things because it's like, oh, well, this makes sense. Okay. You know? right. And I need to be on social media so more people can see me because I can only be in front of so many people at so many times. Yeah, but people know who I am. I can help them, and then yeah. when I can help them, they can tell ten people. Right? That's the game. But yeah, some of the people you're talking about, like it's just they're defrauding people. They're just making. They're painting this image yeah. that people will never attain, and I think it's it's a tragedy. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Yeah, so I hate that I'm kind of in the same space. They're trying to get to that same space, but for me, just a different reason right? Yeah, I always thought, I mean, I started this journey eight years ago,
0: mm-hmm.
1: trying to give people
0: strategies and tactics to yeah. to get where I am. Yeah. And now I'm doing everything I can to pull people out of the mud and make them, I want to make 99 people. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to put $3 million in their bank account cash in five years. Like that's my goal. Yeah. So we get to buy all the companies. And then at the end of them, we sell them all and we all cash out yeah. and they end up with 3 million in their bank account. I think making 99 people rich, mm-hmm. wealthy, right? Really wealthy, not rich, but wealthy. Yeah.
1: Is going to change 99 families forever. Oh, and it, and it doesn't or stop Or for there. some time. It doesn't stop because it, it should spider off into the generational, right? Yeah. You could change bloodlines and you could change whole cities with that. Yeah.
0: But most people don't have the equity. I have the, I have the capital, mm-hmm. right? So I can put up the capital for operators that wa- want to operate. Yeah. It's just that I'm getting so many people that are entitlement driven, they're wasting my time. Like I want real people who know how to run businesses that have been the right hand guy of the owner forever. Yeah. And they say, look, I'm ready to, I'm equipped, I'm ready, I'm willing, I'm able to be the guy.
1: Well, off air, I've got some ideas for you for that. I do some people for you. Okay, very cool. Small circle of friends are kind of in that space, but. They're lacking an Andrew Cartwright to help them out. So, yeah,
0: it's know. it's hard. There's mm-hmm. no there's a self-help section in, in the bookstore. There's yeah. no help others section.
1: Right. Like, there's
0: no help others. Yeah. I'm like, where's the help others section? Right. It's like, we live in a help yourself society. Yeah. Yeah. And yet, if you look at birds, like, I don't know if you knew this,
1: but, like, birds fly like this, right? Yep. Do you think that front bird is the leader? I don't know. What? The way birds work, I know that they he flies in front to take the load off, and they can draft him behind him. Yeah, correct. Yep. And then they switch positions. Yep. Nobody, nobody in that flock of
0: birds thinks that that person that that bird oh, is I got the you. leader. I got you. None of them. I think that it, they all collaborate. Yeah. And the the way they fly together is the most efficient way Efficiency. to fly. So flying the way they fly together with a lead bird. Taking most of the wind and breaking it up for the rest of the birds yeah. makes it easier on everybody else. And then when he's worn out or she's worn out,
1: mm-hmm. they switch positions. Yeah. But there's never a leader. That's a good point. I've heard I've heard again Instagram and you see memes, it's like, you know, people are at the top, they're collaborating. Yeah. At the bottom, they're competing. But it's I would like, tell
0: you, this yeah. social media game, yeah, with this so influencers, mm-hmm. they collaborate only with people they're gonna get benefit from. I Very so. few. Influencers are bringing people up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they yeah. they don't they don't do it like you know when you're trying to get on a podcast and have a real intelligent conversation and get your name out there. Yeah, you don't have access. No, unless
1: you have tons of followers. Right, and then people don't get the best messages. Right, right. And this is why I saw you out because I'm like I knew this would be good because it's similar. Similar audience. I knew you had the mindset. I knew you to trying to help people, and we've had conversations before about. Well, $2. we $2. have 99. to use you on yeah. every deal.
0: Yeah. I mean, we and I wouldn't want to do a deal without insurance, right? You know, I want I want everybody covered. Yeah, I want them to have workers' comp. Can't be overexposed, dude. Because uh, people, yeah, one bad deal ruins your other ninety-nine or other oh, 99, yeah. ninety-eight. You know, I have one deal we did. Um, it's cost me twenty thousand dollars a month for three years when I started Epic Ninety Nine. Wow. Yeah. A million dollars it cost me and then tried to extort me for another million
1: and it's cost Oof. me 20 grand a month for three years. This is attorney fees, it sounds like? Yes. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, really? Six million dollar a year company.
1: Yeah. That's not worth your time at this point.
0: And then I had another one I had to liquidate because the guy got on meth. Ugh. I'm like, he started out as a great partner. Yeah. yeah. pick 99. We got going. Mm-hmm. Then started a
1: meth habit. Uh. And then the the wife got a meth habit before long. We had to a- sell the company. It's such a wild card. You don't know how people are going to react with new money. No. You know, that's tough because not everyone can, is equipped to handle it. It's like alcohol. You can be a funny drunk or you can be a, a terrible person. Yeah. And money is no different. So when you get someone who all of a sudden has a new cash pile, mm-hmm. right, they always have, and they find bad habits. You know, it's, it's tough. It's, there's no way to predict. I should say there's no way to predict that. You can try to vet somebody, but, like, you truly don't know how they're going to react. You know, what, what do you think is the biggest thing people don't know about life insurance that you can use it while you're alive, that you should use it
0: while you're alive? What, what about death bonds? Death bonds? Do you know what death bonds are? Uh, no. So um, this is something that uh, in the I looked at year about um, it was about 15 years ago. Okay. Where you buy people's policies? Oh, okay. They're you, about
1: to lapse. Almost like a mortgage is going to lapse. No, or it's
0: what? they have funds that will literally buy. A policy, if you have one. Okay. They'll pay you to keep it alive. Okay. And then they get the benefit when you die. I gotcha, Okay. You've never heard about that? No,
1: no. No kidding. They know it's a thing.
0: I, I call them death bonds. There's a different word for them now because death bonds was not... And I thought they were going to outlaw it. Okay. But let's say you were in a marriage. You were going through a divorce. You couldn't afford it, basically, right? And you were, right? were going to let it go. Yeah, yeah. The company will come in. Let's say you have, a, let's say, a $5 million policy. I'm just mm-hmm. going to say $5 million. Yeah. They'll come in. They'll... May, they'll take over your policy, they'll make all the payments, and they'll write you a check for two to three hundred thousand they'll write you a check some, for some so you get some of the benefits. Probably much a, of it. about a million dollars. Okay. So they'll write you a million dollar check yeah. for that five million dollar policy and then um, they'll make the policies till you pass away. Oh wow. I just always thought it was weird because you have a company then hoping you die someday. Yeah. That's bad karma. (laughs) (laughs) karma. You know what I mean? At least your family doesn't want you to die to get the money, right? At least you hope not.
1: Right, right. I think (laughs) people don't understand that you can use it, and they just like dismiss it. They only think it's for death insurance. They, they literally, their mind is they think it's death insurance, and it's like no, there's so many ways to use it. Yeah, that's the biggest misconception.
0: I I think that I think that some people just I I can't think of a life not using. Life yeah. insurance policies.
1: Well, not only that, like yeah, think if you have all your other investments correlated to the stock market, yeah, and the market goes down twenty percent, this doesn't. Yeah. What do you get to do with that money? Go buy everything that's on sale. Yeah, it's like so, such a way to. Well,
0: the other thing is you earn money on your money. So yeah. typically in a in a policy, right, you'll have two different accounts. You'll have your the whatever the general account and then your account. Mm-hmm. When you actually borrow money, it comes out of a separate the general account. Yeah. Right. So your money is advanced from a general account. Your money stays in yours yep. and it makes money. Yes. This is where I'm like, I on, think I lose on. people. I'm like, OK, my money makes money. It's mutual life and I'm going to make more than I can make. Yep. Um, in, in a CD. Yep. Right. And it's like guaranteed to me. This is a no brainer. This is where I look at life insurance and go. If you don't have life insurance, you just don't know. Yep. Or or maybe You're you misinform- don't misinformed. You're misinformed. Yep. So let's see, I put $100 in here, and I'm going to make $5 on that $100 no matter, it's going. Then I can borrow from the other account, Mm -hmm. and I have a base interest rate that I pay on my second account, which they have a base fund. It might be 6% or 7%. Ours is 5% right now. 5%. So
1: 5%. Which is cheap. Compared to the rest of the world right now, that's cheap money to borrow. Well, yeah. Yeah. So
0: so you're borrowing money, and then I pay myself, uh, I pay interest, I'm, I'm, I just worry about paying myself 30% interest that it could be a problem because I'm just really raking myself over the coals. <laughs> Even though I like charging myself 30% interest, yeah. I think I deserve it. Okay. I, I think, you know, I'm high risk to myself. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I want to charge myself 30, 30% interest, yeah. but 20% interest. When that money goes back in, it's $120 that I'm putting back in, which goes back... Mm-hmm. Now I've got $120 that's
1: making 5%. Yes. And I've paid myself back. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't everybody do this? People are misinformed. They don't see past the couple of years where But you you're,
0: you're making money on your money. Yeah.
1: Preach. I and know, then I and know. then you don't pay taxes on that. The tax is the biggest one, right?
0: You you like if I make Okay, so if I make $100, I have to pay $40 in taxes. If it's in an insurance policy, I pay
1: zero. Yep. And think then when the, I need the money, I borrow it. Think of the money you can go leverage and go out and buy other stuff with it—real estate, yeah, whatever, whatever other opportunity that presents itself. I, you've I, got I, tax-free money you can go play with. How come people don't understand this? I think it's a de- it's definitely a concept that's semi-difficult to teach, and it's equally as difficult to understand it. I break it down with you know silly analogies. Or I'm trying to explain to somebody, but like the, the more you can dumb it down, the better. Yeah. Um, but like what you just did with that, like you're going to lose half the people just because they. They can't see past. You put it doesn't $100 seem, in an a policy. How can you make
0: real? 5% on yeah. your money? I'm just giving a low number. Yeah. Some mutual lives pay more. Yep. Um, you're making 5% on your money, and you don't pay any taxes on that money.
1: That should be enough for people.
0: Yeah. Done. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. Right? But then if, say, if you
0: get paid 5% on a treasury bond, do you have to pay um,
1: taxes. So your net gain is 3% or whatever, right?
0: 3%? Yep. Yeah like if you want to protect if you want to make all your money and not pay taxes leave it and in, invest from an insurance policy. Mm-hmm. And yep. you and
1: you won't have to pay taxes on. it. And people will then your argument will well, I can make more money if I put it in S&P 500. Okay. What about the year you want to use it it's down 20%? Or yeah. what about the year you want to use it you and I go pay tax on it. I would tell them um, put, you it, do both. put it I would say put it in a self-directed. Yes. I'm retirement
0: not, fund? Here's the other thing. That's do, the other vehicle that, yes. that I would say. The other
1: thing is some people get this twisted where they they think you can only do this. Right. No, this is something you can do in conjunction I with I do things.
0: everything. Exactly. There's I an, have stock. I exactly. have real estate. People I have think debt. That, I borrow money. I lend money to people. This is
1: not a this or that. This is a this and that. Yeah. Dude, this is a tool in your tool shed, not the whole tool shed. Right. right. But you can use this to really get pretty far ahead. Well, life.
0: right now, like for example, from... Uh, BMO pays me 5.65%. Okay. Okay. I've got a rate that I'm borrowing at 5.25%. Mm-hmm. I have a spread of 0. Mm-hmm. 0.40. Yeah. I've, I've borrowed over $3 million for that spread. Yep. And I'm I'm putting it in BMO as a CD. Yes. For one year. Just like, for example, I just did a 0% interest credit card.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, why wouldn't you get a 0% interest, take out $100,000, and... And go buy a CD and make exactly. five grand, five percent. Yep. But I tell people
1: that nobody will do it. Yep. Because nobody will do it because they want not. To, it's too. It's not. It's too long term for them. And even, and, even and one like, year. Even one year for someone. Is, and I'm like, this is business credit. Yep. That means that hundred
0: thousand. No one will know about it. You now have yep. business credit. It's not on your personal credit report, yep. and you just made five grand. And when you pay off the hundred thousand dollars, you have now made that business bulletproof with credit. Now you've seen that there's proof of concept. They paid it up. Yep. Yeah. Now you've seasoned two mm-hmm. years later. They're giving you a half a million dollars, mm-hmm. right? You do the same. Like, I don't understand. People and it's zero percent interest for twelve months.
1: Some are eighteen months. Yeah. Not everybody has discipline to take the hundred grand though walk it over to the bank, put it in there and not touch it. But this is it. like
0: literally no work.
1: I know. It's awesome. Same with life insurance. It doesn't take work. Get, get underwritten, pay your I policy don't. and start start benefiting from it. Right.
0: And I, I don't, yeah, I just don't understand.
1: Biggest thing I can do is educate people. You've got a large following. Yeah. People can hopefully ha- hear this conversation, at least trigger some. Let me reach out to Andrew. Let me reach out to Tony. How right. do, how do yeah. they find you? Instagram is the biggest one. Okay. Uh, Anthony mm-hmm. underscore Fakara underscore.